and welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. And we're here to talk about it all. It's uh, been a little bit since we uh, got together. Yes, it has been. And uh, again, life just throws things. It's it's tough when it's, when it's not your full-time job. That's right. When it's, when it's not your full-time job, sometimes it's tough making time to do the ridiculous that... It makes and, you happy. And the ridiculous things that make me happy. So here's a great little story. Right, let's get it right out of the right gate. Out of the gate. Right, let's, right out of the let's gate. Let's do this. So tonight at Cub Scouts, right? Cub so Scouts, the, yeah, absolutely. The leader of the pack, the guy that runs the, the Weebos and the Cub Scouts and the and the Wolf Scouts and the Bear Scouts yeah. and all that shit, he's, uh, he's stepping down. He's stepping no way. Down. Yeah, because his three boys are now actually Boy Scouts. So he's, mo- he's moving up to the Boy Scout ranks to help out with that pack, right? So he's vacating his, his position. So there's only one person with their name in the hat right now. Is it and, you? And tomorrow, no way. And oh. tomorrow there's a big, you know, meeting for all the parents. You know, we want your input. You know, it's open. The job is open. We haven't decided with this one person yet. And that, uh, and now I haven't gone to any of these parent meetings. You know, I go, I show up, right. I help out, at yeah, the, but I, I don't do the parent meetings. I'm like, you know what? I should show up tomorrow and just throw my effing hat in there. You know, just for the hell of it. This is a guy who don't even pay like the extra. That's me. I just pay what you have to. You know, I don't do the, you know, like, oh, we need more money for the council crap. I don't do any of that shit. But wouldn't it be funny if I just showed up and threw my hat in the ring? <laughs> That's how Trump got two to be years, president. Yeah, so two years, careful. never with me. Careful what you wish for. I think, there, I think there's no profit about that. Just what, careful what you wish for. <laughs> Mr. Owatowski. <laughs> Although, funny you should bring up the Boy Scouts. Um, I just saw a, a blurb on the, on the feed. Uh, which is my Facebook feed, that, uh, I don't know, I always default to Ohio. I don't think it was Ohio, but basically wherever. Um, there's already a Girl Scout, Boy Scout troop out there. We already have one here. Oh, okay. So we were a test market. We were the first ones to have it. Test market. Yeah, we were. I'm like, not joking. Like for Johnson New- City, New York. For New test market, believe it or not, for so Boy Scouts this, of America. this Girl Scout, Boy Scout Outfit has already petitioned to be strictly girl. Ha! Huh. Nice. You know, what was the point? Yeah, what was the point of it, right? I think that's called Girl Scout or Trans Scout. They trans, just want the trans Boy Scouts scout, America scout, funding. They just want our trans funding. Scout. They want our money. Well, correct. The typical woman well, that be a woman? wants your well, money. Debbie Woman just wants the money. That figures. That figures. Yeah. So the Trans Scouts. Uh, they just why they just the two the two den mother fathers where they are the women uh, have already petitioned whatever council that uh, that their Girl Scout Boy Scout outfit be strictly girl girl boy scout. I guess it'd be Girl Scout at that point. Yeah, it would be Girl Scout. Be very gender confused. See, I, I find when they gender- change the name, it's something like Mutual Scout or something. The name's already changed. Not even supposed to call the Boy Scouts anymore. I can't remember what it's called. I got a big article thing on it, and the emails and Facebooks, and he tells us in every meeting. I already forgot the name, but it's gender neutral. <laughs> it's a gender neutral name, um, you know, and it's it's so ridiculous. And like, I I can't even get into it. It's so ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, it's all. Uh, so I, just, I thought that so was interesting. That was yeah. the first thing you bring up, and I noticed that was on my feed a couple days ago. And I'm like, wow, typical, but yeah, typical, typical. But typical. Um, yeah, crazy. It, just describe crazy, crazy boys. It just stuff. one more, one more straw 
on the camel's back of our society being destroyed. Yeah, and our society and being I know destroyed. And crazy. we're going to launch into this later, but no, seriously, I, I got some heavy-duty predictions I'm going to make later, and uh, I've seen some dark things coming. There's so. just... There's just... It's just... And we're getting to the political stuff early, but whatever. There's just <laughs> so much... Just people going out of their way, just out of their way to destroy things of the past. Yeah, absolutely. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, whether it was a good thing, bad thing, or, or didn't matter thing, it's only important that we destroy and get rid of it in light of this new fangled society. And it's... I'm at the point now, like, look... As long as you don't take any more money out of me in taxes <laughs> and leave me the fuck alone, I don't care what you do. I really don't. I do, but I don't because these people are just going to do what they want to do anyways. Uh, the State of the Union craziness. All the all the broads dressed in white. You know, and, and then just a disclaimer, I really am not this, this dispurging on women, but that's just a tone I'm going to take going into this show today. All these broads dressed in white. Broads <laughs> love it. That think they're saying something or making a statement or, you know. Well, I thought it was fast. AOC. This this chick. I, I swear to God, it's it's like having Sarah Palin jump parties and becoming a Democrat. <laughs> and I don't know why more people aren't jumping on the stupid nonsense she she rattles off. Or green and the thing, green the, the green initiative. initiative. Yeah. Um, that's going to change everything. And then the other one, the, the hibib wearing (laughs) whack job out of the fucking Midwest, whatever, (laughs) out of the, uh, yeah, the hasty Jews out of the Midwest that wants to, in the same breath that she wants to defund Homeland Security, she wants to make sure that the TSA agents are getting paychecks. Yeah. You stupid, ignorant (laughs) twit. It's the same goddamn department. So decide what you want to do. Do you want to defund it or do you want to pay him? I think Trump already defunded him when he stopped paying him. So maybe you want to give him credits on that. Um, Can we, before we jump too far ahead now. Okay. I'm just, no, you're doing I'm you're just saying, a role and I understand just, it and I, and I love it. But the whole thing of white, which I loved, okay, I get it. You know, here we are. They're the party of, you know, murder. Part, of the, the, part of the clan? They're the party of the clan? They're, they're the baby killers. Part of the white? The baby killers. But what I loved about most was... Oh, we're going to get into that today, too. Yeah, they I usually don't like to get into that, yeah. but we're going to get into that. They didn't stand up and clap or at, at all, almost through the entire thing. But when it came to recognizing their achievements at that point in the speech, and Trump said we should recognize, they got up and they clapped for themselves. Did you see that? They were actually clapping for themselves. I didn't watch State of the Union. Oh, my God, dude. I you didn't missed, watch State of the Union. Just Trump really made him look like a bunch of idiots. He played him. I was I beautiful. Like, I like that. And Trump, wait. Now, get the CNN's poll. CNN's poll came out 79% oh, yeah. in favor oh, no. he, of oh, Trump. No. Oh, no. I he mean, good, 86% of independents loved it. He had a good state Trump year. is going to win real. I've been saying he, that he for how a, long now? Yeah, I've been saying yeah, it. Ben. Yep. He had a good state of the year. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't care to watch it because I just didn't want to aggravate myself anymore than I had to. Plus, I don't know. I think I was puking or feeling sick that day or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're just, they're just absolutely... And, and not for nothing. And I actually was watching the movie that Kenny drove. For me, it drove the point home tonight when I was watching the movie before I came over here. Women aren't ready to lead. They're, they're, I, 
I get it. I I think I think they can govern. People are saying fuck you right now. Uh, what up? <laughs> I can hear women. I know some women are saying fuck you, Anna. Fuck it, fuck it. LTIA radio show at gmail.com. Send me the email. I think they can probably govern, but they're not ready to lead. I I think that they get in and they they we are in this mentality that it's peace and love and and as long as we show peace and love, other people show peace and love and it'll be a happy world and this and that. It's not that's not how it is. You you think just because you're an American that you're protected by some invisible cloak of, of righteousness that will inhibit other people from doing bad things to you. And that's not the goddamn case. You've got to be able to back that up. We're, we're not at that point in time where our righteousness is enough to defend us. And I don't think the current women in politics freaking grasp that. I would say this about women. If they were in office and controlled shit and ran stuff, I wonder if missiles would be shaped different. I don't think they would. Okay. Just say it. I thought it was funny. It might vibrate more than a launch pad or something. Oh, yeah. Bading, bading, bang. So, I was watching before I came over here. Just I was watching Rambo. The latest, the latest incarnation, Sweet the, the latest incarnation of Rambo, which it's not the latest. It was probably, I don't know, it's probably ten years old now. What? Well, no, he just made a new one. No, no, he's going to make a new one. Oh, oh, he's but, going well, to make no, a new one. Actually, after his last one, Weird Al Yankovic actually did a spinoff of it. It was hilarious. I don't know about that. Yeah, this you was, watch this was he, he's he's a much he's the much older, more densely built. Stallone from his Expendable movies. And he was on steroids, by the way, folks. He yeah, admitted it. He was on, he, no, he admitted it. No, he admitted it. Yeah, he was on steroids. Yeah, that's sad. You know. Okay. So, the premise of the whole movie is that this Christian missionary group are going through Thailand into, into Burma to help bring Christ and medical supplies to the Jesus. To the uh, tribes that are being Jesus. basically genocide killed out. Give us a young boy. I just can't <laughs> believe. Yeah, really. I just it, it, well, and then tap it all off. Praise your father. On your it's knees, a group son. of like a dozen guys, <laughs> and they bring one attractive white woman with them. Right, that right there is just asking for trouble. I don't care. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know where in your mind in this day and age you think that's going to go well, taking an attractive Christian white woman into basically a genocidal... Someone say gang rape? Well, <laughs> you would think. But the arrogant... I mean, people talk about America's arrogance, and then they like focus on Trump or they focus on Reagan... Americans' arrogance is is the white Christian that thinks they've got to take the word of God to everyone. That they can just walk into a hostile situation and they're going to be okay because they're a Christian missionary. 
like those idiots that went to that island where the natives just killed them because they were trespassing on the island. God, like Elvis, has left the building. Oh, I don't know about that. I I, I think I don't I don't think he takes anywhere near the interest in this world as everyone thinks he does. I disagree. Well, <laughs> if he does, he's making a poor showing. Oh that. no, judgment uh, besides, day is coming, brother. Judgment him, day is coming. Well, you know what? If it is, it won't be him judging. Lightning it'll be hits him. It'll be freaking <laughs> his archangels Michael or Devon or whatever Jabbar. Or Gabriel, buddy. Gabriel or <laughs> Gerbil or whatever. Just saying. Um, that's where America's arrogant. That's where white privilege is. White privilege is a white person that thinks they can walk into a cannibal's tribe encampment and they're going to be fine. That's, that's the arrogance of white privilege. I'm just saying. It's not, it's not me thinking... You know, oh, well, I'm going to get this job because I'm white. It's me thinking, well, you know, you can just drop my ass off in the middle of Laos and I'll be fine because I'm an American. No one's going to mess with me. They're no, all going to mess. They're all no, going to mess with I, me. I don't think that's the thought process. I'm American. See, I don't think you understand the Christian mindset, to be honest with you. See, brothers and sisters in Christ believe that they're on a mission for God. Whether it be right or wrong, I'm just saying this is what they think. Okay. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just what they believe. So it's not that they're going in as an American. They give a rat. Believe it or not, they give a rat's ass to their American. What they give, what they care about, is their belief in Christ. True. So they go in these situations believing, well, I'm, if God kills me in this situation, that's what God wants. That's how they think. It's, it's a lot like how the, the Islamic people think in the opposite terms. I'm doing this for Allah. They're both very bad ideas. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it they leads are, to bad things. They're not thought you know? out well. No. Where I <coughs> in today's day and age, I the difference to me between the two is the Christians going with this, this you know, I'm going to preach the word of God to you in a peaceful, brotherly loving way, which usually ends up with their head cut off or some shit like that. Where um, the Islam people just go in, I'm going to teach you about Islam by strapping a bomb to myself. That's the difference. <laughs> And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not taking this as a bash Christians or, I got no problem. If you want to be a Christian, believe in God, believe in Christ, believe in the afterlife, believe in going to heaven, more power to you, I got no problem with that. You want to believe in Muhammad and his stuff, again, as long as you leave me the frick alone, as long as you're not intruding on my life with it, at this point, I don't care. But when he's going to start intruding on my life, I'm going to have an issue with it. Plus, these these women in in Congress that are that are out there now, and they are all for. I don't understand. I, I really don't understand how they fit into the grand scheme of the Islamic plan. If for no other reason that they are they are women. Well, here's the problem with that whole philosophy. A lot of these, like we, sh you know, they don't quite understand how Islam works. The word Islam means to submit, which we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. That's what the word actual means. The second thing is men run everything. So I don't understand what these women think they're achieving by pushing this agenda. They're pushing the agenda to restrict women's rights to the bare minimum, which makes no goddamn sense to me whatsoever. 
It make any sense to you? No. And that's I, when, I, did, that's, I don't get it. I don't understand. When, it's like, how stupid can you be? Don't you understand what the religion means, you dummies? I mean, come on, man. You know, I mean, you can... You can say that the old white men are oppressive, but they are nowhere near. <laughs> they're not they're even nowhere close. near oh, oppressive. Oh God! <laughs> as 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 the religious tenets of of this belief, um, blackface. That's been a oh yeah, oh, Virginia governor and you know, and the it's, lieutenant governor. It's, you would think it would be a hot topic. Well, look to that governor. But it's not was, really. That's he got not really. he got nailed for uh, oh yeah, sex the sex thing with the forcing the blowjobs and shit. The lieutenant governor, but the governor, lieutenant white, governor, the governor, right. yeah, the, yeah. But the guy that would take over as governor, the lieutenant governor, and governor, right? And I think he got white, and, that, and that's part yeah. of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you want the racist in there? Or do you want the rapist in there? Yeah, racist, rapist, rapist, racist. Oh, I like that. That's you know, at least with Trump, you had both, right? You know, at least you got both with Trump, right? Bang, bang, bang. Um, but they're not making. And, and again, you can say what you want. You can say, well, you know, Republicans are just making a big thing of it, and you know they uh, they're they're just they're just they're just saying the media is not exploiting it like they would if it was. I guarantee you, if this, I have no doubt, if this was a Republican. Oh, there'd be shit all over the place. See, or a conservative, or fucking seven. It would be it would be ten times more crazy yep. than than what it is right now. We now know for a fact that... Because this guy's still in office. Right. right. If it had been wait. a Republican, they, they would have ousted his ass right now. But we know for a fact now that the accuser, the main accuser, Brett, of Brett Kavanaugh, the one that, I can't remember her name, the doctor... Lied. Yeah. Lied. Lied. Well, not lied, no, but also said, oh, she mistake. It was a mistake it was now. A mistake. Yeah, mistaken identity. So we know it's 100% false at this point. Fact. CNN. Fact. CNN. Fact. CNN. And... But you don't see, now that we have a lieutenant governor... That's accusing these. We're, we're CNN now. We're all these senators on the Democratic Rose side that were going ape shit over Brett Kavanaugh. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all women should be believed. You remember that? All women should be believed. believed. Where are you? Well, except you know, Bill Clinton's accusers. They weren't really believed. Personally. Yeah, and that's another thing. You know, people are say. Are you making beer? I gotta ask. Uh, actually, Heather is. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's making beer. Sorry, just sidebar. Yeah, I just remind her about that. It's probably about time to do whatever the fuck she's supposed to do with it. Two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Um, we were saying something about presidents. You know, and, and, you know, before that oh, it was Reagan and Reagan Trump. And something. Trump. And you said something about them, and I wanted to jump in, but you're going so fast, I couldn't. But. I, you got to give Bill Clinton a little credit here. He's the only one that actually got a blowjob in the Oval Office. He was a Democrat. I mean, if anyone pushed the envelope, it was definitely Bill fucking Clinton. So, I'm sorry, but the party of sexual predators is definitely the, the, the Democratic Party, folks. You can't pretend well, you're not. You're the sexual predators. You are. You really are. And, and I actually like this Democrat, but Kennedy was right up there with him. Yeah, but... He was a Democrat. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I actually like this guy, but... Yeah, I like Kennedy, too. I think he's actually... See, that's the cool thing about Kennedy. If you actually study his ideas and yeah. his policies, he's actually way more libertarian than he was Democrat or yeah. Republican. He was definitely a libertarian. Yeah. He was a smart guy. And that's why they fucking killed him. That's so, another story. Um, I just... Again, I'm at a point now. Don't take any more of my money than you already are. And just leave me the hell alone. Leave, leave me, leave me and my constitutional rights alone. Don't bother me, and I'm fine with it. I will live out the rest of my long life in my current status. 
But I don't, I don't see that happening. I see people just continue to fuck with us, and continue to fuck people, and fuck with my gun rights, and fuck with my constitutional First Amendment. And we, we got to back up to the governor. We got to back up to the governor, governor of Virginia. Um, All right. Virginia. So what led up to the whole blackface and KKK outfit was was two days before when we went on radio and he was describing the new abortion law, which didn't pass. It passed New York. Oh but yeah. Virginia had a mirror law. Basically the same thing, right. right up to right up to birth, and they they basically asked the question like, well, all right, well, what if the baby <laughs> survives the abortion process and gets born, and you know, and he's a he's a former doctor, he's a doctor, not a former doctor, he's always a doctor, but right. a pediatrician, so he's delivered babies. Well, well, you know, we'll deliver the baby, and in his words, we'll we'll make it as comfortable as possible, then we'll have a discussion, you know, and like people went ape shit. And then two days later, bam! <laughs> this is a blackface shit. And how did that not come out in the election last year? That's, you know, when in 2016, sorry. How did it not come out in the election in 2000? You got it, people, or was it 2017? I don't remember anymore. But how can these, how can, how can, how can you miss this kind of shit? There's no way, I just don't understand how the Republicans, because they both do it, Democrats or Republicans, they have operatives, and what their job is to do is to dig yeah, as much dirt as they position. can. Yeah, and absolutely. how did they miss that? Uh-huh. I don't understand how they missed it. So, that's what led to that, by the way. It was the whole abortion issue, and some of, you know, some anti-abortionist say, oh, I got this motherfucker by the balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so... You want to kill babies, motherfucker? I'll show you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. This is... He's gone. He's got to resign. There's, there's, he's done, dude. He's, he's out. And the lieutenant governor's out, too. And the guy's supposed to say... They all got to go. All three of them got to go. The Democratic Party knows that if they don't oust this fucker, they're making their chances for 2020 even worse. They know they have to push and they have to push hard. They know this. And if they don't, they're not going to win anyway. But if they don't, they, don't even run anybody. Don't, <laughs> don't even run anybody. You're going to lose. You're going to lose so bad to Trump nationwide. It's not going to be funny. You've got to push the guys out. At least give yourself a chance to win. <laughs> if you don't push these guys out, you're idiots. You're idiots. Well, what's what's going to be interesting in this 2020 election, everyone and their brother's coming out to run. Yeah, there'll be about 40 different candidates. In the everybody in the, side, everyone yeah. and their brother on the Democratic side. Nikki Haley may run against Trump. I got a funny feeling. I, you know, I've said it before about her. I, yeah. Could be. Could be. Nikki Haley could be coming out. I'd rather see her replace She might get her ass Pence. kicked, but it doesn't matter. I'd rather see her replace Pence, but... Yeah, he ain't going anywhere, unfortunately. Fucker. But, uh... And Elizabeth Warren now comes <laughs> out and apologizes. She's already fucking apologizes done. Apologizes about Dude, the whole you can't start thing. Your, you cannot start your presidential campaign and say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. She's done. She's no chance at all. I'm not saying she's not. I'm no, just saying... she's done. I'm just saying... She's done. Come out and apologize. First of all... Jeffy already predicted this. She's done. <laughs> <laughs> she's done. Uh, who's the one? Some some chick just I think from Minnesota made, <laughs> made her made her made her made her presidential announcement yesterday in the middle of a blizzard. Yeah, she she had no money, no staff, no chance. So out of state, no one gives a fuck about. You know, <laughs> um, this this um, oh, what's her what's this what's this one? Harris. Yeah, is there yeah. Her name? I, there's so many of them, dude. I don't know. Anymore, no, this, but... this, this um, 
Cherry's gonna run too. John Cena's gonna throw his hat in the fucking ring. And no, what's the woman's <laughs> name? Um, she just came out and was gonna. She's gonna abolish all medical insurance and make it. A free oh yeah, Harris. 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 Is that yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Harris. So she's had an affair on her husband. They already took yeah, that before, out. Before, she's before, fucking done. Before I even knew she was <laughs> running for president, all I see is a political cartoon. With her head in some guy's, some judge's lap. Yeah, she's done. You know, yeah, and I'm like, no chance. Really? This done, is, done, this done, is done. Starting? And I told you before how it's going Kristen Joan Bread of New York State I, will be the Democrat nominee. I keep, t- I've been telling this over a year. She's going to be the Democrat nominee. Our senator from New York State will, and she's going to get her ass handed to her. In fact, I'm pretty sure she's going to prick a female VP slot. And it may be one of those females we just talked about. Maybe be Elizabeth Warren. But one, you know, and in fact, Elizabeth Warren makes sense because she's older. She's got the experience. You know what I'm saying? That's because yeah. you don't want just some newbie coming in. And that's what they did with uh, George Bush Jr. Oh, he's only been a governor so many years. So, oh, Dick Cheney, he's got all the experience in the fucking world. Bring him in. And that's why he, Dick Cheney ended up in the VP slot because he was the perfect candidate yeah. to get that experience. I'm telling you right now, I dude, I see this shit fucking forward and backwards so easy, it's not even funny anymore. I'm telling you. Mark it down. We're, we're recording it, so we're, we're all recording good. it. So it's, it's all good. It's marked down, yeah. Jeff. This I put it on my Facebook page for like a year ago and shit like that. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Oh, and Elizabeth May, fucking out in Britain, she's fucking, fucking done. Dude, if she finishes, <laughs> if she finishes through fucking May, I'll be shocked. May will be done by May. Oh, yeah. Boom! Okay, May, by, May. The May, May. May. by the end of May. By the end of May. May be done by the end of May. The end of May she, will be the end of May. There's no way that chick finds June 1st as the Prime Minister of Britain. No fucking way. She'll get Brexit through probably one way or the other, but she's sure good. And you know what tipped me off of that was when they had the, the no confidence vote. She barely got through that no confidence mm, vote. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's fucking done, dude. Because I follow, you know, I follow politics like fucking left and right. She's fucking done. Merkel's gone. May's gonna be gone. They're all gone. They're all gone. Nationalism's taken over, and a good national, not the Nazi type of shit that the Democrats are fucking. You know, and that's the thing. Democrats, they're the new Nazi fucking party. We'll get to that later. I got that shit nailed down. I had this prediction. I put it out for the last election. I had a prediction, and the shit's coming motherfucking true. If it ain't fucking not, it is coming motherfucking true. When I saw it, I'm not even psychic, but I can see this shit. I don't. Fucking people not see this. It blows my fucking mind. Okay, you go. My, your turn. So, <laughs> yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, I just, um, it's scary the direction things are going. And I know we sit here and talk about it. And and I believe what we're saying. That, you know, it's not good. But there's always that off chance that something bizarre happens. And this new... Communocratic, Democratic, Communocratic, Americanist Party, AOC, and Bernie, and that group. She's just crazy enough, and she's getting other crazy people. She's getting, she's got the, she's got the crazy generation. She's got the millennials that still feel they're owed everything. Well, in, in their. I don't think it's enough to make, but but there's this whole new agenda that is beyond anything that's been the Democratic Party, the 
this the, the latest thing is the the abortions. Oh, you know, and I know you're I know you're fired up about it. And no idea how to the I just no idea. I I don't. I and people say, well, you know, no doctor in his right mind is going to push it that far. It's just there as a possible, you know, last resort, possible fringe thing, and it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be there at all. And that's and that's where the problem lies. People forget history. You know, if you would have said to a German doctor before World War II, before Hitler came to power, hey, you know, would you conduct experiments on the, you know, on the behalf of the state on deranged people or mentally challenged people or people had deformities, would you participate in mass exterminations? Every doctor you would have talked to would have said, no, no way, I would never do anything like that. But did you look at the amount of doctors that were involved in the extermination, not just the Jews, but the Polish, Czechoslovakians? I mean, the list goes on and on. Anyone who was not German, the, anyone who's mentally handicapped, ment no. uh, disabled, no. even some of the ones who were old, too old? I let's, mean, like. Let's start with it. Doctors, a lot of them, not all of them, but I'm going to say a lot of them, have a God complex, anyways. Yeah, well, yeah, you go and to you, a record hospital, you, yeah. And you, start, and you start taking yep. away. Oh my God, that's a great point. You start taking away legal, legal restrictions that kind of keep that complex in check. And yeah, the, the kids, all of a sudden, late term, they discover the kid's going to have only one eye. And in the doctor's opinion, it'll be a horrible life for this kid and convinces the parents that, well, that's, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're feeding that God complex and you're taking away any kind of restraint to, to keep it in, in check. And here's the thing that, you know, I know the law, I I started a GoFundMe page. It's, uh, you know, stop New York State's war on babies, and uh, seventy-five dollars so far. Good. It's not. I mean, I need about ten grand to hire a law firm, but I think Trump's gonna beat me to it, which is great. Um, and then I could just take it down. But regardless, um, I have studied the law, and I know exactly what it says. I've been arguing with people already over this, and I'm like, they haven't studied the law, and I can tell right off the bat. Well, they're like twenty-four weeks. I'm like, yes, twenty-four weeks, or big word. Or the health or life of the mother is in jeopardy or in danger. The health is the issue. The life I can understand, but the health of the mother is what the issue is. And what that means is the Supreme Court has already ruled in 1973 before Wade, versus, you know, Roe versus Wade, that mental health can mean just as normal as your normal like heart condition or, or anything. So health means your mental health. So if a woman's up to, like, she's dilating, she's about to have the baby, and she decides that she mentally cannot accept the responsibility for this baby, that, under the law, the way it's written in New York State, she can have an abortion right then and there at that minute. That is how the law reads. It's the way it's worded. She has an ability to do that, and that's what makes this law so wrong. It's murder, okay? A baby has heartbeat within six weeks. Eight weeks has brain waves. You can't tell me, <laughs> you know, at the last trimester, that abortion should be okay. You can't. Now, what makes this even scarier is 
if the baby's detected, oh, it's going to be death, or the baby's going to be blind, it's going to Down syndrome, okay? At that point, that could be mental distress on the patient. And they sure. say, you know, I can't handle that. Single mother. Terminate the, terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. So now we are doing exactly, exactly what the Nazis did. Exactly. To a T. We are deciding who can yes. contribute to society and who doesn't. Who doesn't contribute to society should be eliminated. That's what the Nazis did. This is what New York State is doing. That's what makes this murder. And Donald Lepardo, my, the woman that represents my county, Broome County, voted yes on this. And I have a war against you, Donna. I have a war. Now, I have too much baggage in my personal background to run against this woman and have any chance, even though she slept with my mom's best friend um, 30 years ago, numerous times, broke up their marriage. Donald Lepardo, yes, you did. Uh, Mark, does Mark ring a name? Van Dyke, does that ring a name, Donna? Yeah, uh, you're a whore, bitch. And even though I don't, I don't have. Uh, even though your background's not known to a lot of people, I'm making it known because I know the fucking facts. Um, I'm gonna find someone who can beat you, and you're gonna fucking lose, cunt. You're going fucking down. All right, over to you, sure. Anvil. I'm not sure. I'm gonna follow that up. Um, yeah, so. Um, Donna, among other ones, voted yes for this. Yes, she did. But, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's feeding that God complex for the, for the doctors and the medical community and, and before, before we start getting the, my body, my choice or whatever they chant. It should be your body, your responsibility. If you didn't want to get pregnant, if 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 you really had if you had that kind of concerns about being pregnant, then you should have taken precautions to not get pregnant. And there are all kinds of precautions you can take, right up to and including abstinence. So. I guess the question is this is this is a slippery slope. So if in you get pregnant and you feel it was a mistake, so you get an abortion to take care of the mistake and you're done. So what other things could happen in your life that in the sperm or the moment you make a mistake and really the only way to take care of that mistake is to kill someone? Is that permissible like I really really wanted that Lamborghini <laughs> and I know it was wrong <laughs> to steal it but I wanted it so I'm gonna steal it and just so the guy doesn't turn me in to try to you know the one witness doesn't rat me out I'm gonna kill him yeah. I'm gonna abort, I'm gonna abort him I'm gonna abort his ass I'm gonna abort his ass and and uh, yeah, it was a mistake. I don't think it was a mistake. <laughs> you know, uh, the cops come to arrest you. Can you shoot the cops? It was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake, and now I'm going to take care of it by aborting this police officers are coming to arrest me. Um, again, it's it's sarcasm, it's parody, 
it's extreme. But that seems to be the mindset. Uh, if if I'm gonna do what I want, and if there's consequences, um, instead of facing those consequences, uh, like like everyone has had to do for the last two, three, four, five, six hundred years in this country, we're just gonna do what we want to do. We're gonna kill someone or make the problem go away by killing it or whatever the case may be. Um. You know, there's, and, and I guess there's lots of different ways to look at it. You know, okay, so we, so we force this single mother to, to have the Downs baby and, you know, and this child's quality of life is just going to suck. But is that our, is that our decision to make? And I, I have said before in a perfect society where you're ruled not on emotion but pure logic mm-hmm. as a wolf. Right? right. All right. And we've talked about this, right. you know. I get the logic of it. I get the logic of it. I get it. You, 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 I get, and it's sad, but I understand the logic that <laughs> Nazis used. I get it about a perfect society. I understand what their mindset was. But it's so morally horrendous to me, you know, horrendous to me as a person, as a human being. I, I can't grasp Absolutely. it in the sense of justifying it by pure logic. And that's what scares me about, you know, look, it, Christians will say it's because they lost, you know, the kids aren't brought up in God today. Maybe there's a point to that. I don't know. Others will say there's no morals left in our society today. There's probably a good point in that as well. Something is deadly wrong in our society today where we think this kind of shit's okay. There's something very wrong, and the warning signals aren't being taken in for whatever reason. They're not... I, well, maybe not. When you see... When you see the mass outrage in Virginia over this, you know, there's still hope. In most of New York, not New York City, okay, but the rest of New York, I think if you took a poll... The people like that live in the country or live in the more areas like we live in, it would be against this in the majority. I believe. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that New York City, there, you know, <laughs> like a whole other fucking world over there. There's no morals left in that city. They, I mean, they lit up the fucking Empire State State Building when, it, when the law went through and got passed, and they had a fireworks display. I mean, sick bucks. Um, but it, it's very scary. I mean, to me, as an individual, I maybe I'm so maybe I'm old and I just don't grasp a new wave of thinking. I, I don't know. But to me, human life should matter above all else. I don't understand it. I, mean, I just well, I don't. How could you justify worrying about you know eleven thousand shootings a year, or murder or murders by guns, eleven thousand, and then compare that to like millions of abortions a year? I don't, how can you not worry about the millions of abortions of human beings, but worry about 11,000 murders with a gun? It doesn't equate to me as an individual how you could worry about that small number. Oh, it's preventable, it's preventable, it's preventable. But then you have millions of abortions, and it's like, ah, fuck it. I don't, do you see what I'm going with this? I don't, I don't get the thought process. How about it's okay to do that? I just, but that's okay. 
I mean, like, I, I, I just don't I, know. And again, I think this goes back to my statement. We're going to keep we, guns we out are. of kids' hands so we can save the kids' lives, but let's fucking abort the little fuckers for their yeah. hands on a gun. I don't, I don't understand that! We are... As, as each generation comes forward, and it's not the entire generation, the entire generation is not Tide Pod, it's not tampon tea or whatever they're doing. <laughs> but they want they they are they are about themselves. This this abortion law is about being about yourself. It's about you, it's not about the child you're carrying or having a family or morals beyond what you feel you deserve for you. The AOC mentality of everything should be free and everything should be green and you know it doesn't matter that it's going to cost 18 trillion billion that's irrelevant as long as we're doing what we want to do. Let's 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 protest the fact that Amazon's going to bring 25,000 jobs to New York City because we don't want to give them tax breaks to do it. I don't know much about our county executive, but I'll give him credit for at least having either the sense of humor or the balls to initially send a letter to Amazon saying, hey, I'm the county executive of Broome County. <laughs> Feel free to bring your shit up here, and, and we'll help you out the best we can. You know? He stood up and said, hey, I'll take those 25,000 jobs. I, I don't know if I can give you $3 billion in tax breaks, but <laughs> I'll do what I, can. I, got, I got a shitload of property up here you can get real cheap <laughs> for you to build your stuff on. You know, um, Actually, this area makes perfect sense. It really does. does. You think does. about it. Absolutely. You've got railroad oh, access, oh, major oh, highway access, airport access. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just just shit. We even have a each, casino. Each, we have a casino. <laughs> we we have we, we, we got play. hookers. No, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon builds a plant, brings twenty five thousand jobs <laughs> in this area. We have to build a second casino. Um, yeah, I, again, I'm just at that point, you know what, stay the fuck away from my constitutional rights, stay away from me, you keep your hands off my money, and you people do what the fuck you want. I, I just don't know what else to do. There's just, there's just no talking sense to people, they get so polarized that there's no middle ground anymore. You're right. That is a big problem. There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. It's all everyone's polarized. Either they're one hundred percent for this, or they're one hundred percent for that, or they're one hundred percent against it, and one hundred percent. There's no middle ground. There's no saying. Look, at, I'm against abortion as a person. I know you are, but but I'm a libertarian, so woman's right to choose something sacred in some ways for a libertarian, which I understand that aspect as well. 
But after 24 weeks, I'm completely 100% against it, and I think it should be some kind of law where it cannot be happening after 24 weeks. Going on that, that's where my line is, 24 weeks. And it should be sooner than that. At least a lot of my Christian friends would tell me that, and I get their, their perspective, and I understand that. But at the same time, you know, it's not the government's place to tell people what to fucking do either. You know what I'm saying? At least I don't think so. Right. You know, so my two my two sides of my brain are in conflict over the issue, so that's my middle ground. Right. You know. Um, but the dark things I wanted to talk about tonight, we'll have plenty of time to finish <laughs> we have, up. With we didn't even touch on the dark things yet. No, and, but it ties into this. Yeah. Um, I, um, I've never had these kind of dark, like, projections of human future um, that I do now. When, when New York State passed that law, it changed something. It really did change something, um, especially when I, when I saw the Empire State Building light up. And, you know, and I'm, again, folks, I'm not a psychic. You know, I've been right about a lot of shit. Why ever? I don't know why, but I'm not psychic. And I want to make sure that I, I, people understand I'm not psychic. I can't tell you your future and shit like that. Maybe I'm a futurist where I can see things. I don't know. But the fact being what I just said, I can't believe I'm saying this. There's going to be a civil war in America. Literally, we're not, and I don't mean a political civil war. Within, at the end of my life, let me put this, towards the end of my life, Mm -hmm. shit is going to hit the fan where there's going to be a physical civil war again in America. And it's going to be over ideas and beliefs. I really believe that at this point in my life. And as crazy as this shit sounds, I know this sounds nuts coming out of my mouth. And again, I'm not a psychic. But the way I see it, and it's probably because of the way I was brought up and my beliefs are up, and I get that. But the way I see it and how I feel, it's really a battle between good and bad. The, dark, the, the forces of light over the forces of darkness. However you want to word it. That's how I see this final, this battle coming um, in America towards the end of my life. That's what I see, you know. And I, again, I'm not psychic. I'm just telling you what I feel. And I've been struggling with that for a couple of weeks now. But that's exactly what I feel, you know. And it, it's kind of based on that that thought process that you just pointed out, where it's the society where it's me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Me, me, me. Mm-hmm. What's good for me? And and I pointed out before it, this, we live in a throwaway society, which ties into this. Yeah. It breaks. Fuck it. Just buy a new one. And life is becoming like that. Marriages are seventy nine percent of marriages in the divorce. Seventy nine percent in America. Seventy nine percent. Think about that. Seventy nine percent. But we're moving that into life now. Fuck it. I'll just board this one. It's not the right time for me. I'll yeah. have another one later. I mean, this this is the mindset. It's fucking crazy. And work it's coming. I can feel it. it's coming. And there's some things I believe in in uh, future where things can be changed, things can be altered because the future is like a river and it flows in different ways and there's different aspects we can take. But there's some things that cannot be changed. There's once a course has been set, there's no changing it. And I, I think we are starting to set sail in the particular course where shit is going to hit the fan eventually. It's going to hit the fan in a major way, and it's going to be bloody, and it's going to be it's going to be it's going to make the civil war, the original civil war, look like nothing in comparison. It's going to be very bloody. 
I hear you what you're saying. I just, I think it's going to be more, things are going to decay back to a Wild West kind of standpoint. Where there won't be a total breakdown of government and society per se, but it will revert to the point where everyone's going to kind of apply their own moral code to justify what they do or don't do. So, you know, if, if uh, and, and here again, this is, you know, the, the, uh, the abortion thing, playing God and making decisions and things like that. If, if this is, if, if the decision we made that we can kill an infant, a newborn, because they have whatever, and the thought is down the road that they're giving nothing but a burden. Why can't I, while witnessing a local drug deal go down, just walk up and put two in the back of the head of the drug dealer? There you go. Drug dealer. He's definitely yeah. a criminal. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. No doubt There's about no... It. He, yep. I get it. Maybe we may be circumventing due process. Might be a couple constitutional amendments that we're, <laughs> we're get, getting around. But I'm in the press of watching him sell drugs. Yeah. He, he's, in, in my opinion, he's the bigger problem than the drug addict. He's the seller. He's the, he's the seller. So put two in his head. Or, you know, I see the drug dealer buying the drugs from. His suppliers. Why can't I just choose a supplier? I see some young punks harassing some old people. Why can't I just go and apply my own moral standards to the situation? Why are my moral standards any any less than the moral standards of a woman that carries a child for eight and a half months and at nine months decides to terminate because all of a sudden she gets scared. Why? You know, you're about your choice. Well, my, my right's my choice. If, if, if you can make life and death decisions about a child because it's your body, why can't I make my own decisions about whether I should be allowed to carry or not or whether anything? What if, what if I'm in a neighborhood and I see the neighborhood's going bad and I fear for my life, fear for my body, my body, my life, my choice. Burn down the fucking houses. Burn down the fucking house or, or kill, kill the fucking pedophile that moved in next door to you. Because mm-hmm. I got grandkids that come over to the house every now and then. We're a society of laws for a reason into either pervert the laws or get rid of the laws or change the laws in a way that they're still a law, but they're a law that basically says do what the fuck you want. We're not a society of laws. We're not a nation of laws. And that's what I see what you're saying with the Civil War. But I don't think, I don't think it's be clear cut who we're fighting. I just don't think. We, well, it's no, it's it, clear cut it, where I, it's what you said before. It goes back where you said there's right. no middle ground. You're on one side or you're on a fucking other. There's no middle ground. That's what the point we're getting at, what you said before. That's right. the direction 
You're, we're being driven in that direction. <clears throat> There's no middle. You're on this side. I'm on this side because you believe this. I believe that. That's. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's there are. There are definitely some trying times ahead of us, and I know people don't get it, but. The Constitution's there for a reason, and we need to look at that and go back to that. And Particularly the 14th Amendment people. Read the 14th Amendment, please. Is it the one about alcohol? No. no. It's about human Is life. Is that letting the women vote? It's about human life and rights. Oh. The 14th Amendment. Perhaps you might look at the one about letting women vote, too. That probably needs to be re-looked <laughs> at. But, um... Oh, ouch. Bam! Oh! I was going to brew on the women this morning. Yeah, morning. you're going to get a just, lot of whatever, email I don't, that You know what? I don't care. I don't believe that, folks. That's him, just so you do. So, yeah, I know. So, uh, we're approaching the one-hour mark for us. <laughs> I think it's time for a for shot, some, baby. What are we doing? I, I don't know. You get some kind of freaky. It's uh, Yuki Okotoka. Sake? Saki. Uh, Yuki Okotoka Saki. It's imported from Japan. And it actually has the Japanese Sasquatch on it. The picture of the Jap- No, it really is. That's what it is. The Japanese Sasquatch. Watch. It is. I'm not making this shit up. Let me read the back of the bottle so I can tell you what it says. It is. It's ja- Japanese. The Japanese have a Sasquatch. Every culture does. Let's up there. I don't want to roll the Let's see. Uh... Yuki Okotaka, Bigfoot of Japan. That's what it says. It's called Yuki Okotaka. So when you go over to Japan and say, Yuki Okotaka, they're like, they won't say Godzilla. No, they Bigfoot. So, yeah, that's what Yuki Okotaka is. So, if Jeff, so, says, it, Jeff says it's Saki. I don't see Saki written as so This could be... It's Saki, motherfucker. Can't you read Japanese? This it's a Saki right there. This is pretty... That's what... J- this is pretty... Folks, if you can see the picture right now, there's uh, the Japanese symbols. All right? And it says Saki. I know what this shit says. Pretty sure those first two are fucking Korean, but whatever. No, they're ch- fuck you, Japanese. Shit's hey. expensive. You know how much this shit costs? Right, more than shit. Important. <laughs> ah, very good. Love you, long time. Ah. Hmm. Fuck it. Yeah, they just pissed in my mouth. That's, well, not, that's <laughs> not right. No, that shit's good. You yeah, know, last just, night... No, that shit's good. Yeah, we celebrated... Just joking, people. We, we, we celebrated our, our Valentine's early last night. We went to Camp High. Yeah. Now, this Valentine's Day this year cost me a little over 300 bucks. Because oh. I paid her, you know, Camp High. I spent $130 there. Of course, in the jewelry from the kids, you know, the special earrings with diamonds. And, of course, the jewelry I bought with the big heart with diamonds on it. Oh. You know, yeah, I mean, a little over 300 bucks. Uh, but uh, I had a lot of sake last night. It was buy one, get one free. Imagine fucking that. So, anyway, I was mashed. And we got sake bombs. You know what sake bomb is? Oh, yeah. It's cheap American beer like Jenny with sake dropped in it. That's what a sake fucking bomb is, folks. $3.50 for a sake fucking sake bomb that has Jenny cream fucking ale in it, okay? Well, that's not a $3.50 to use Jenny. Spend the extra 50 fucking cents to get real beer. <laughs> so... Sake bombs, oh, that's good. Sake bombs. Crazy. Oh, So, anyways, let's shift gears for just a little bit, and I'm sure we'll be just a little bit because no matter how hard we try, God knows we can't talk. Did we do uh, gunpowder Irish gin yet? No, you want to, but oh yeah, but that's our next shot tonight. 
Right, well, that, that might be your shot tonight. Oh, you can't. You I'm not a gin. I'm not a gin person. It's good shit. It's gunpowder. Oh, I'm sure it's good go. shit. Yeah, okay, this beautiful. shit's actually imported. Uh, this shit's imported, too. I paid a shit. This it, is top shelf. Imported from Ireland if it's Irish. No. Uh, actually, it's got Japanese goddamn right now. Yeah, this is imported from Japanese. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Japan. No, wait, Other no. than Japanese no, wait a minute. Uh, no, alcohol no. run. No, stop. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. No, no, stop. Okay. So, Jeff wants me to drink the good shit. The drum drum snubu slow distilled gunpowder Irish Irish gin, and they've got the they got the cajones to register trademark the word gin on it, and it's just got Japanese writing all over it. So explain to me explain to me how this is going to be anything but painful when I drink it. <laughs> Made from the curious mind of P.J. Rigney. Oh, Jesus, love of God. What's your cork in it? What's your sign? Amber, what's your sign? There's Zodiac, Zodiac sign. Jesus, like licking a pine tree. What's what? Zodiac sign? Aquarius. Uh, no, seriously. Okay, so if... You had this in your car. You could open up the bottle, and it would replace the air freshener that you have hanging, the pine tree <laughs> air freshener you have hanging in your car. So, made with gunpowder tea, whatever the freak gunpowder tea is, <laughs> and they got a picture of a jackalope. A jackalope. This does anyone know what a jackalope is? It is a rabbit with antlers on it. This has been a long-standing joke. Anytime you go out to the to the west or the Midwest. They have pictures of jackalopes. <laughs> Things don't exist, but they, they put them out there. So they put the jackalope on the gunpowder tea distilled Irish gin. I'm not even sure what Irish gin is. Is Are these people the ones that make Irish? I've heard of Irish whiskey. Oh, it's good shit. There, there might even be Irish scotch, but I've never heard of Irish gin. Well, uh, well speaking of Irish, where's the bottle? All right, so this oh, yeah. was good. We, we, he gave me, yeah, Jeff, I, I get here, I get here, right? This bottle sits, this is probably, a, this bottle's probably a good 12, 11, 12 inches big, tall, by two, three inches wide, and Jeff comes down and goes, ooh, we, we left you some, you need to, because we wanted you to try this. So I'm looking at the bottle, and it's like, it's really clear, like that's really clear liquid. I pick it up and can't can't really. I'm like, oh, I'm keep looking, keep looking. I have to tilt the bottle. Have to tilt the bottle, and when you tilt the bottle, the 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 residue <laughs> kind of starts to form. So basically, if this was a beer, I wouldn't drink it because it would be all spit and shit at the bottom of the bottle. This is this is the dregs of like a beer a, a beer bottle. Um, he goes, oh no, we left you some, try it. So I'm, I'm drinking, oh, you got to tip it back further. <laughs> I, got to, I, got, I got the bottle, I got, I got my head tilted back, the bottle's almost freaking perpendicular to the freaking ceiling. No, no, okay, there, you can see it, it's going, just, just wait a minute. Just, it's like it's goddamn Heinz ketchup I'm waiting for this thing. Um, the little, the little drizzle I got tasted wonderful. So I was going to 
I can I can honestly tell people this um, was that issue. It, it, this is it, it out of everything I've ever had in my life when it comes to alcohol. This is by far the best stuff I've ever had, and I'm not joking. I am not a shot doer. It's Heather, but I was the one going up. Let's do a shot. Let's do a shot because I wanted this shit so bad. It's a uh, how would you say the first Celtic? Celtic. Yeah, Celtic honey, Irish honey liquor. Uh, and what it actually is is it's, it's actually a Irish whiskey, and it's imported from Ireland. It's very expensive. It was forty dollars per bottle. Yes. It it is it doesn't have Japanese writing on it, so this is <laughs> no. probably gonna be halfway decent shit. No, this stuff is really fucking good. Not and the... uh, I I I think you know what I'm not I, I can't buy anything else but this now. So uh, I will buy another bottle of this shortly. Although it's Heather's turn to buy this one. <laughs> but forty dollars per bottle. I loved it. It's the best stuff on the fucking planet, and uh, it may be better in sex. Okay, moving on. So yeah, and then oh yeah, because I'm pretty sure this. Gunpowder Irish gin. For for people that, well, it's got a good people, cool top. Look, it's yeah, got it's a got cool a top, cool top. And it's got, got a little it's tag. It's got a little tag. So if you ever go out to a winery <laughs> or a distillery, if you go to a distiller, like a, a micro distillery, ask them ask them for ask them for grapple. Ask them for grapple. Grapple is basically whatever the dregs at the bottom of the barrel was when they made the liquor, the good liquor. And they take those dregs and they, they, they distill it even more, and they call it grapple. This stuff will kill you. I will guarantee you this Irish gin is actually the grapple of the sake barrel. Well, I have no doubt. There's a half shot. Try it this is This is not Irish gin. This is Japanese uh, grapple. Here we go, Brady. Can't do it. You can't. Come on. Come on. Be a big boy. be a psychic, but I called it. If it says Irish gin, it's really sake grapple. It is the sake grapple. Oh. Woo. You were fucked in the head. <laughs> you, you just give that to Heather. That shit was top shelf. Top shelf, bitch. Top shelf. Yeah. It's got... A, it's got so, so 93 gasoline, but I'm not drinking the motherfucking shit. gunpowder for a reason, bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nigga. Anyways, all right, we're past this point. Where you going, nigga? <laughs> I'm Black Jimmy. Black Jimmy. So, anyways, uh, while we've been off doing our things, just been raiding horrendous liquor stores for liquor. Um, oh Eli and I went at the end of January to the New Hampshire Paracon in. Manchester, New Hampshire. I think you might touch on this. We did touch it before. Um, the the main reason we're going, and I, I spent extra money for this because it was kind of a bucket list thing. Uh, anyone that's listening that watches the horror movies or genres, if you've ever seen the movie The Conjuring, which was about a possession, and the movie was about uh, a farm in Connecticut where this possession happened, um, they introduced a, a doll called Annabelle in the movie. And um, this doll has been stored at a, they call it a museum, but this this place is kind of 
a safe zone for uh, evil relics and evil objects and possessed items and things like this. So Annabelle is a doll that is said to have an evil spirit trapped inside it or living inside it or whatever the case is. Well, they wouldn't let us. But I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that. I was going to touch its clit. So, yeah, <laughs> I killed you. I thought I killed you. Anyways, um, so the people that originally had the doll or took possession of the doll and, and uh, locked it away were Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, if you know anything about the paranormal world, um, these two pioneered the field of paranormal investigation and uh, for all intents and purposes, ghost busting. Uh, they, the museum was actually founded in 1952. Uh, Ed and Lorraine gained notoriety in the late 60s, early 70s uh, by doing a series of lectures and talks and things like that to colleges, uh, all up and down the eastern seaboard, I believe. and. They investigated uh, all kinds of places, all kinds of claims. Um, they they didn't use a lot of the scientific equipment that we talk about now. Uh, Lorraine um, is they use the word empath up in New England. Yeah. Uh, basically, she's a psychic medium, is what we talk about here. Um, and Ed was always. Interested. Ed grew up in a haunted house, and no one ever believed him. Um, and he heard stories, and he followed up on these stories when he became an adult, things like that. So they went to these places, and they they tried to help people out. And that was that was the main goal to help people out. And you know, if it was an object that was possessed, or they felt the object is what was the attachment, they would bring it back, and they would lock it up in their basement, the museum, and this place is blessed by priests weekly, and it's. "Quote unquote protect." Okay, believe what you want, think what you want. Uh, Ed, and, Ed and Lorraine were very religious, very religious Catholic religion upbringing. Um, Good people, and a lot of their, a lot of their paranormal investigating is based in that belief and philosophy. And they were part of the first investigation group for the Annabelle Board. Hmm. So they were called in for the Amityville House, yep. and um, in fact, they were there. Uh, Lorraine was there. I don't know about. Mm -hmm. I know Lorraine was there when that famous photograph was taken of the child in the background. You know, the fa inside mm -hmm. the house. Mm -hmm. There's no children there. That's a real photograph, folks. Just so you know. But anyway, go ahead. So, um, so they they have they have that note. They they were called. They've been called in on some of the bigger, more, probably more, publicly known. Like even if you don't follow paranormal stuff, you know what the MDV horror is. You know, you know, you know some of these things. Um, I have not. I have absolutely no doubt. I have absolutely no doubt that they were the real deal. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, they were absolutely the real yep. deal. And um, Ed is dead. Uh, Lorraine is still alive. Is she? I thought she passed. Away. No, she's still alive physically. And we we asked uh, the gentleman that was doing the lecture about this. Physically, she's fine. Uh, mentally, I believe she is in mid to late stages of dementia uh, and things like that. Um, 
So the gentleman that has possession of the possession. It's not her son then. I thought it was her it's, son. It's her son-in-law. Her son-in-law, okay. Her son-in-law, uh, Tony Seppa. And uh, nice guy overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is very religious-based in his things. Um, so it made it interesting sitting there. And uh, they really focus on uh, people being possessed and exorcisms and definitely the Catholic side of paranormal activity. Father, what's his name? Would be in the uh, Billy. Father Billy. Or Billy. What's Billy's last name anyway? Uh, Clark. Clark. I, I always forget this Billy Clark. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so, as we're listening to, to uh, Tony lecture and stuff, um, It's Elaine and I have our own experiences. We've had our own. We've never had, at least I don't believe we've ever had like an Annabelle situation or an Amityville horror situation. But we've had, you know, locations that have been active, and we've had weird shit come up in evidence, and you know, I, and I haven't it, been invited yet. Yeah, and and much like in Lorraine. Do their investigations. Alani and I do the same. Alani is psychic medium. I'm kind of the skeptic, but I'm there to investigate and do those things. You need the crazy guy. Yeah. So we understand that that dynamic and that way of investigating. Um, Alani is Alani's not a big big believer in the conventional term and use of demons. Um, demons are uh, Lucifer's minions. minions and they possess humans and you know those guys. A lot of believes in evil. Um, but the we just we look at it differently. We look at it from the standpoint that we really believe that the, the other side is actually another dimension. That energy is neither created nor destroyed. It moves on to be something else. You know, when a lot of talks to dead people and sees dead people, it's they're, it's almost an interdimensional thing where they're presenting themselves, they come and they go. Um, we, we as humans are very linear as far as our time. Yes. There's a there's an end, there's a start, there's a beginning, there's a middle. The universe um, doesn't operate that way. And, and the universe really doesn't... The universe doesn't work on linear time. So, you know, even though the person's in a Confederate uniform, they're presenting themselves to Milani now, and they know what's going to happen possibly two years down the road to their, their relative that they've come over to talk to. Right. So, everyone's got their own beliefs, everyone's got their own way of looking at things. Um, I don't think any one way is right or correct, absolutely. Um, but like I said, Tony was very, very religious found. And there are certain things that he said that Lion and I can't look at each other like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was very adamant. Well, we got there, we got there and there's probably they probably had sixty of us in there, so they made a they made a decent buck that night. Um, so all, all you paranormal people out there saying, "Oh, it's not right to make money," blah blah blah. Everyone in that room that night was some kind of paranormal investigator, 
or paranormal person interested in the paranormal, and they had no problem dropping whatever it was, 125. We got it as a package deal, so I don't know how much that part of the package was, but I believe I heard someone say that they actually just tickets for that was 125 or 150 or 175 bucks to go to this lecture and see Anna. I don't begrudge him making money on this. If I'm willing to pay it, that's me. That's fine. Um, but, uh, so Annabelle's all covered up, and they brought a mirror with them. They called it the Conjuring Mirror, which was kind of kind of deceiving because it really didn't have anything to do with the movie The Conjuring. And I'll explain that a little bit later. Um, but that was covered up, too. So you can see one of these things while I did the lecture and showed videos of people being possessed and eyes rolling in their head and talking in tongues and mumbling shit whatever. So at some point he was talking about, uh, you know, yeah, Annabelle's there and Rear's there, but we were under his protection. Oh, good for you. That he was, what Alani I would call, you know, basically saying uh, opening invocations or closing invocations to protect us. Um, he, we were under under his protection because he was putting forth his inner light to protect us from the negative and evil that might yeah, a Big fucking ego. Well, <laughs> and, and and to a point, we can't do that when we start an investigation. Well, I know when we do investigations, we start by saying, you know, uh, a little prayer, just say we're here. You know, no one can harm us. We just and again. It, Paranormal it, state. It right. is. It is what you believe. It is what you believe. If you think just by saying, "Oh, you nasty <laughs> spirits, don't you harm us," I'm with the power and, of Jesus, and they're, and they're, and they're gonna <laughs> and they're gonna believe and listen to you. Then that's fine. I I find that's one of the, that's one of the things I have a hard concept believing that just by telling them not to fuck with me, they're not gonna fuck with me. Somehow I feel. The pregnant fuck. Yeah, and that's, you know, and, and I'm just going to jerk real quickly. And I'll let you go back. Yeah. No. But, you know, Will used to tell me all the time. And Steve, too. Oh, you, you've got to tell him. You've got to tell him you can't follow me home. <laughs> I'm like, what oh, the you fuck do. are you, you talking do. about? Why the fuck would he listen to me, Joe Blow from Idaho? You do. So. <laughs> that's ridiculous. See, and I think it's part of that nonlinear, part of another dimension thing where you can throw those words out there and it. Joke, closes man. the portal and keeps them from. I know what an asshole I am. Well, okay, I'm an asshole. And but if I was fucking with people, I'm like, fuck you, I'm bringing home. And I, you know what? I'm going to bang your wife tonight. <laughs> Go, well, here I come. Yeah, bitch. I guess. <laughs> so, anyways, again, it's what you believe and what you what you hold true. Um, so, I and I kind of look at oh each God. other and we're like, oh, God. And we're like, uh, okay, this is all right. Sorry. Go um,. Ahead. So they got to the big reveal. Well, Eli was going to say, we got there, she's like, I'm picking up a lot of stuff off the mirror. But Annabelle's like like a black hole, like a vortex. No just shit. sucking shit in. No way. Mirror's pushing stuff out. Annabelle just sucking suck it in. So they're in a different side of the room. Sucking so, in is good. Yeah. That's my kind of girl. Yeah. Good Annabelle. Come Annabelle. Annabelle. Raggedy Ann. <laughs> so, um, so, and he was very, and Tony was very... Very adamant. You're an idiot. Very adamant about um, not not trying to touch the case that Annabelle's in. Not trying to challenge Annabelle or you know go up there and 
instigate or <laughs> put her head in like, lap. And Alani's, and I can tell Alani's like looking at me like, yeah, I want to, I want to mess with this thing. And I'm like, oh shit, no kidding. Oh yeah, I want to mess with this thing too, just because I can. <laughs> oh. So we respected Tony's wishes. We didn't. We didn't challenge Annabelle. Oh, come on. We didn't go up and stare at Annabelle. Oh. I threw a couple gang signs her way when I was taking <laughs> pictures with her. But I don't know if she really knew it was for her. Um, but Lana was definitely more interested in the mirror. So yeah, this like, mirror. This mirror was... Uh, I don't know what the year was. Basically, this mirror was from a property in New Jersey. And the guy had bought this mirror. And he thought... Whatever reason, he thought... That he could communicate with the other side with the mirror, like a, like a Ouija board and things like right, that. Right, right. And this is actually, this it's funny because this is actually becoming a popular, not popular, but this is becoming a, it's a, a new technique they're trying in some of the ghost programs Well, I stuff. just saw a movie about a mirror. It was a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what you're describing. Go ahead. So he had the mirror and he put it in a room and the room was all darkened out and uh, mirror sat at a certain angle and he could look at it and he sat a certain distance from it and there was a dimly lit red light bulb in there so it was a very minimal lighting um, just enough to make out a shape if there was one and for two or three weeks he just sat in this room and stared at this mirror for hours on it hours on it hours. this guy hasn't late much but go ahead yeah and then when things started to finally present themselves to him they were not what he wanted and apparently they were they were evil and monsters, whatever. Basically drove him insane. So this guy winds up, we'll say clinic, wound up in the clinic for a while. Um, mirror wound up in the possession of the Warrens, and that's why they call it a conjuring mirror, because he was trying to conjure up images, images in the mirror. So that's why it was called a conjuring mirror, not anything to do with the catch. Um I don't think Alani saw anything, but she was getting a lot of energy off the mirror and, and things like that. Um, again, he was, you know, we didn't go up and tap on the mirror. We didn't stare at it. Hey, come and touch me. You know, <laughs> so um, wife. <laughs> what was, yeah, what was funny, what was funny is we, we talked, we, he talked about the Conjuring movies. So he said the first movie, the first movie, the first Conjuring, he goes, it was 85% accurate. Because up to the point at the very end where they were in the basement and the woman that was possessed was levitating in the chair and spinning around and he goes that part was all Hollywood. But up to that I point that yeah. up to that point it was really pretty accurate. So Conjuring Two when they went over to England and dealt with that, he goes, same kind of thing. Um, a couple of the scenes were kinda they took liberties with, but that was probably sixty to eighty percent accurate. He goes, the Annabelle movies there might be 1% in there. <laughs> no shit. Well, first of all, they start with the fact that Annabelle's actually a Raggedy Ann doll. It's not this creepy-looking right. doll that was made by right. a German toy maker who lost his daughter and felt that his daughter... Pres- so, so he said the Annabelle movies are like 1%, if that. It's mostly Hollywood. They're fun. It's obviously, at this point, it's part of the franchise. They make money with it. So, um, But he said the Cadre movies were pretty... Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Again, you know, they got to take certain liberties to bring in the revenue, but overall, they did a good job with it. Um, but yeah, we we got we, we want we want to get them to 
the closest we got is that a storm gang. Like I said, I got to call a picture. I'll get him up and say, where I'm, I'm throwing like gang signs <laughs> at this thing. So uh, Elijah's shaking his head. And we try to be respectful. We, we, I thought, I thought, all things considered, I thought we were very respectful for the whole process. Well, I, I'm going to give you guys credit because if I possessed the abilities Obani does, I would have not been as respectful. I would definitely have challenged motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't. We don't. Think I don't know how she didn't do it. I, I, I give her credit. She's I, a wonderful I, human being, but I don't know how she did it. I I'm not as good as you, Alani. Is all I'm gonna say. For, I'm a bad human being comparison to you. Because <laughs> I don't think she was sensing anything there, to the extent of evil that everyone makes it out to be. Okay, so what did she experience with the mirror, though? So the mirror, she felt. She felt energy coming off. And that was the only way she could really explain it. It wasn't so much people, but she felt energy coming off of it. Hmm. And she goes, and that could be just the fact that there was so much energy coming off because the Annabelle was pulling the energy into, into right, it. Right, right. So that's tough. Um, but there wasn't, you know, it wasn't like there's a lot of things. And then, uh, so that was, that was probably two hours, three hours. It was... It was interesting. There was a lot of there was a lot of lecture, a lot of questions, a lot of videos and stuff. We got to take some photos with Tony, take some photos with Annabelle in the mirror and stuff, and do those kind of things. And then, uh, like I said, we bought the package deal. That's where it gets interesting. Bought the package deal, and part of the package deal was the VIP karaoke party hey, hey, right after the Annabelle thing. That's, that would have been great. So um, we went to that and we got there. We don't we don't get out on a lot of date nights, right? So. Uh, it was kind of fun. We got there and uh, it's a uh, it was a uh, like a barbecue joint. There was kind of, this this hotel complex. This was the Best Western. Uh, they call it Best Western Plus. So there was the hotel. Got the best the Western, Western Blues. And then there was another <laughs> building just behind it, and that was all the banquet facilities. And there was like a there wasn't an enclosed walkway, so it was a little chilly. Getting so we just drove. And then, further beyond, the next parking lot over was this barbecue place that I guess was also part of the Best Western deal. So it was like a big compound. Right. So, um, went there, we went upstairs, and uh, they, had, they, had a, they had a karaoke guy doing his DJ and stuff. So we went up to the bar and got, got booze. Did you say? Oh, well, yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, order drinks, and... The bartender poured like a VFW bartender, but the drinks were expensive. We paid, we paid, uh, she got, I got, well, I, I ordered two Jim Beam and Cokes. And uh, the woman was like, well, who's the second one for? <laughs> and I was going to mess with her and say, what's my, my friend right here? Don't you <laughs> They're both for me. She was like, all right. She goes, I'm supposed to ask and I'm supposed to do it. So whatever, just gonna save me a trip. I'm gonna. <laughs> so I got two of those. Alani got a tangerine tonic. And like I said, these were these were VFW drinks. Right, right. So the two I got were probably the equivalency of four. Yeah, exactly. Or better, yeah, four yeah, or better. Yeah. And Alani got a second tangerine tonic, so she probably had the equivalency of <laughs> four or better. So uh, it wasn't a lot of people. I there was there was probably 20, 25 people. DJ spinning his karaoke shit, oh, and uh, everyone was kind of down on the dance, around the dance floor and stuff. And we really didn't know anyone else there. Everyone, everyone that was there, kind of were New Hampshire groups and and knew the people doing it and stuff. So we went upstairs and just grabbed a seat upstairs, where I kind of 
And that's I'd rather watch. Right. Watch these people. And so they're upstairs, and uh, they had food. And uh, this is the part where I took took exception. So this is this is supposed to be really top rate barbecue right. joint. And right. one of the things was their claim was, you know, slow smoked wings and blah blah. So the hors the hors d'oeuvres were free, and it was fruit and cheese and crackers and things like that. But they had wings. Right. They had wings, and they had uh, pizza pizza wings. taco rolls or some shit like that. <coughs> so these wings. I'm pretty sure they were the five pound bag Tyson's that you get at Walmart. Yeah, that's what I get. So I'm like, <laughs> why would you why would you present that food as your food? Right. I, I wings can't be that expensive. They're not that expensive. When you buy them in bulk, they're not that expensive. And I'm sure these people are being charged a decent amount of money to rent the place out for the evening. Why not showcase your food? So maybe the next day I'm inclined to eat food there. Forty pound case, ninety six bucks. I already know what the case price is. Yeah, that's tough. current day. That's current day. I am a big chicken wing eater, but go ahead, sir. <laughs> Eight. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So, anyways, so we got some of these horrible wings, and actually, the drinks made those go down easier. And um, oh yeah, so I was up there. And we were up there, and we were just we were talking about we were trying to talk about. Oh. The, awesome. the show and stuff we just right, saw and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, but the music was loud, so we're kind of... We're talking loud, but we're trying to be careful not to talk too loud. Right. Because, you know, we had some criticisms that we were kicking back and forth to each other. And um, so if they had a song I knew, I'd just start singing. That's how I do karaoke. Yeah. I don't need to get down with the mic. Right. I'm loud enough. I don't need the mic. I just sit there and sing. Right. So I'm thinking, well, I was like, I'm singing, scary, I'm singing, I'm singing. <laughs> so, uh, so we were talking about a couple things. We were talking about, uh, oh, they were talking about, oh, because we were talking about holy water. Because uh, in exorcisms, holy water is always a thing. Yeah, yeah, place. holy water is a big deal, man. And, um, and Alani had just had like a really strange client that day or the day before. And I'm like, you really need to carry holy water at your desk at work. And then just when they walk in, just spray it, just... Just splash the cup tab. See, so we were just up and we were just up there in tears. We were just up there in tears. It was probably funny to us, right? But we were just up there in tears, laughing about this, or having holy water at our desk and just <laughs> just sprinkling these clients when they come into our office at the, uh, the at the county building, things like that. And then, but then I was making then I was making fun of the people singing because these people were just awful. See, you had to go karaoke me. Now, there's believe it or not, I don't claim any gifts in life. I honestly don't. Other than my my ability with politics a little bit, and yep. that's really not a gift. That's just because I I read a lot and I understand how people think. But I can actually sing, believe it or not. As joking as I joke around about this shit, I really that's my one gift from whatever. Some songs I can do some songs. From God, from himself. No, seriously. No, 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 no. When I say I can sing, I mean I can. I can okay. really sing, like. If you put me in, in a room and you you got out of the room and you heard someone singing and I'm not making this up, I'm not joking and I'm not elaborating or any of that shit, you would think Billy Joel's in the next room. That's how good I can sing. Oh, and it's not a joke. That's interesting. Yeah, and I used to sing like all the time. Uh, Ricky the Blue Chalice, one of the bands I used to sing with. Uh, it's an oldies band, early 60s, 70s, 80s, early 80s music. I used to do that all the time. Uh, I would be like when I was single, after I got divorced. I was karaoke king. I would go everywhere to karaoke and sing. I love singing. Now I'm settled down. I haven't sang in years, but that's my one gift. I love doing it. And it sucks because 
It's funny. I and I know Heather's my wife, man. I get that. But the one gift I can, I have, I can't share with her. Share and with that her. fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, that fucking true. sucks bad. True. <laughs> true. Yeah, I can get that. It's like God saying, ha fuck you, you little fuck. <laughs> I get that. So, uh, so we drove five hours to get to New Hampshire, get the place. So five hours to get there, we went, got the room, got in, got changed. Went and went and did the Annabelle thing for another three, four, two, three hours, and went and did the VIP. So we were, it was probably close to midnight by the time I got back to the room and stuff. And um, like I said, we stayed there for a while, and we were making fun of things and laughing and singing. You know, spoke to a couple of people a little bit, just in passing, really socialized too much. They're like, yeah, they probably already hate us, so no big deal, so whatever. So we went back to the room. So it was funny because we got back to the room and got settled in. And um, Alani says that night, that night. And we were at the opposite end of the hotel from where everyone else was that was part of the group. So I don't know if that was part of it. but So Alani says it must have been, I don't know, three or four. She kind of woke up. I was positive whatever it was. And... Uh, Again, she's probably dreaming, but she says she's not in about the end of the bed. Oh, shit. And basically, she told him she didn't have time for her. <laughs> That's so long. Uh, I don't have time for you right now. Thanks for stopping by, but... <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Basically, yeah, basically, I don't have time for your bullshit, so I'm going back to sleep. So, that's sleep, so we didn't think more of it. She told me she I had a, had a dream or something and woke up. I don't know if I was really awake or not, but Annabelle was in the room last night. Okay. Yeah. I really didn't expect anything less, but okay. And um, so we did the show. The next day was the Paracon. Oh, I forgot your thing. Damn it, I had another thing for you. <laughs> Anyways, so um, so the Paracon was being put on. It was there was a par- was there was a local paranormal group doing it, but part of what one of their members does is promotions. Right. So they were kind of promoting the show. So this guy is probably, uh, I think his name is Kevin? Maybe Kevin. And um, not not an ugly man, but man. Um, average, if anything, bald, older. Wife was smoking hot. Hmm. Smoking hot. Cute, little blonde. <laughs> Been a Vogue model. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was money. part of the paranormal group too, and she did the thing. So they they do the promotion stuff together and stuff. And uh, there was an interesting you trend. You just your lips, you know that. Huh? You just your lips. Did I? <laughs> Think about those wings. Um, yeah, I bet you were. Yeah. <laughs> <Red> wings. <laughs> so, anyways, um, there was an interesting trend at this paracon. That a lot of the groups... Were they swingers? Hmm? Are they swingers? No. What oh, it was is that... I thought we were going something really cool with this. That it was... Uh, <laughs> it was like the pretty people of the paranormal. Oh, the beautiful so, people. So, the beautiful people. Yeah, the beautiful um, people. So, there was Kevin and his wife. Fuck. <laughs> and then there was another paranormal couple. And uh, again, he was a little more kind of... A little more attractive male. I think other women find it more attractive. 
But his wife was another skinny, cutesy blonde. Hmm. And then there was this group called uh, Paranormal Channel 13. And again, it's another promotion thing, but they do a, a podcast or they do a video thing on YouTube or something like that. And uh, I thought the I thought she was a Russian hooker when I first saw her. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the woman that's the promoter for that group. She was in ultra tight, light blue dress with blue spike heel boots. Oh shit. Uh, kind of a kind of a platinum blonde hair. I'm going Um, and her reporters were all gothed out, or you know, whatever it was. And I, I thought I, I'm like, who? It was in fact those were my first words. Like, who invited the Russian hookers? <laughs> and so, which is probably another reason we probably would not well like this show. Um, keep it real, bitches. Yeah, keep, keep it real, bitches. So, uh. Alana had her stuff set. Well, we Alana had split the table, so she was doing her psychic stuff, and I had set up on the other half the table presentation. Had everything in the laptop. It was a PowerPoint presentation. We actually had uh, come across a 24-inch uh, LCD high-def definition TV at the Walmart. Got that for 60 bucks, and was used. So it was a big screen, as big as you want on an eight-foot table. Right. Um, so I was doing the presentation, I had all kinds of EVPs, all kinds of evidence I was showing. Um, There's probably eight, nine paranormal groups there. I was the only one close to doing any kind of evidence, any kind of reveals. Really? Everyone else had, like, some had, had equipment, other ones had posters of them in their pretty paranormal hunting outfits. <laughs> all nice people, don't get me wrong. Right, right. All nice people. Right. Um, I guess I was looking for more of a hardcore group. Like other people had evidence. I'd love to have seen other evidence people had, things like that. Um, only had one kid come over from one of the groups. And he, had, he had his own table. He had some evidence set up. But he, well, he had, he had equipment stuff. And he sat through the whole PowerPoint presentation. It was probably 40 minutes long. I had probably a dozen and a half EVPs he listened to, <laughs> photographic, video evidence, things like that. Um... Nice kid, I think. You know, again, I think it was one of the ones. He wasn't one of the pretty people. Didn't have, didn't have a hot blonde brunette or redhead with him. Um, so uh, it was interesting. There was a guy that did uh, a Bigfoot thing. There was a Bigfoot oh, really? dude there, Alexander, something something. I think a Russian background like you. Uh, he had a plaster cast of footprints. Um, the one guy I forgot to bring with me was what? Go ahead. The one guy that was there that got some for you. I forgot to bring it. Pissed me off. I got to find it. This guy is based out of New Hampshire and he does his own comic books. Oh, shit. They're only like, they're only like four or five pages long. Right. But they're based on New Hampshire historical shit. Kind of like my sex life. <laughs> yeah. So he had one on, he had one comic book on uh, Bigfoot Sightings in New Hampshire. And he did that, and I got that one for you. Aww, and he did one on UFO sightings in the 70s. Oh, no shit. In New Hampshire. And again, it was only four or five pages. Right. But it's done like a comic book form. And I got those for you, and they're signed. 
You are a wonderful person. Um, I don't give a fuck what Heather. He had all kinds of other stuff too. He had a. He's actually got a comic book series. It's Zombie Sub Three Ninety Seven or something, and basically the zombies are the good guys, and they travel around in the subs and they fight for the, they fight for America and freedom and justice. I didn't have time and the money to deal with that shit, right? But it looked interesting, and that's not going serious. That's right. not going serious. He does. Um, he did one on a, one of the space ships. <laughs> One of the Mercury programs, it must have been one of the astronauts from New Hampshire or something. He did it on one of the Mercury ships, one of the Mercury flights. Uh, there was a battle, oh, a submarine that was called the New Hampshire. Yep. So he did a comic on the history of that. So it was it was, it was interesting. He, was, he did nice stuff. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't Stan Lee, but it was all right. And like I said, they're only four or five pages long. It wasn't very long. I think it was very thoughtful. Um, so I got you those. I got to remember to bring them. Put a on the wall. Uh, there was one kid there selling Ouija boards. No shit. This was great. Well, spirit boards, and there were all different kinds of themes. There Dude, was a, it was too. You funny. should have text me. I was like, buy it. I'll pay you back. Oh, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even know which ones to get you. There were all different. He'll. I, I got his card at home. All right. Um, I want his card. I want. I want his website. So they had. Know. They had. You know, your normal ones, and they had one. Uh, one was based on. Uh, TV, different TV shows. Oh, he had one for the night before Christmas was Jack Skeleton oh, and all that. God. Um, he had all kinds of other weird shit. He had graveyard dirt and he had coffin nails and oh, shit. Was, he was kind of interesting. A lot of them got coffin nails and stuff. That's from a great idea. Stuff like that. Um, great idea. So, uh, so we had fun. Alani did absolutely no business. There were there were maybe two or three other mediums there. Uh, one they were underselling Lonnie's price, which is fine. Um, but in, in retrospect, in retrospect, one we were we were way outside our local area, um, and people going to this aren't going from a psychic reading. <coughs> so. This is kind of a, we really didn't recoup a lot of our losses on this trip. Uh, showed evidence. I had new, I, I was testing out new business cards. I had new business cards made up for specters. And, uh, and uh, the cards I had done were done on, uh, on plastic. And it was the three mil, so it was, it was thicker plastic. It was almost like a credit card mm -hmm. as far as uh, flexibility and stuff. Do we need a card? I'll pay for it. Uh, we don't, but I'll let you know when we're ready. Uh, Unless you need cards. Card. No, no, I'm the same. So everyone was kind of kind of impressed with those. Um, anyone that came over and saw the presentation was impressed by it. So we're definitely we're not we weren't the pretty people of the paranormal, but I think we were definitely ahead of the curve. So I goes, you watch. We, if we if we were to come back here in a year or follow these groups around. You'll see them with the, the thicker business cards. You'll see them doing more evidence being presented, things like that. And I said, I'm sure you will because this was really. I would I would have been disappointed if I dropped twenty bucks at the door to get in. And this is all we all we had. Right. So um. So that was the paragon. They went on until six, and we were trying to find a place to eat, and uh, that's why we can always go over to. 
the the bar yard, the barn yard, or whatever, barn house, or <laughs> barn beer shed, or whatever the fuck the thing was. I said, but I'll tell you what, I said, I get it, it's probably not the wings they serve to the regular customers, but I don't think they went out of their way to make an impression and say, hey, come back and eat here. Right. Yeah. She goes, we'll find some place. I'm looking through. So we found this place. This is, and this is where we have fun. Casey's Barbecue Pit Shack. So it was probably four or five miles away. And I said, this place looks really interesting. We probably, I want to try this place. So the prices aren't, and the prices were expensive there, I thought, but whatever. So this, I said, the prices aren't too bad there. I said, you can get a sandwich or something like that and bring So we get to this place, and it was, uh, you know, it was, you know, it was kind of, kind of had a chain restaurant feel to it. Um, it. I don't think it was, but, it, you know, they had a lot of the, the barbecue and pig signs on the, the wall, the metal right. signs. And, um, so we got, we got a table, and, you know, everything's done, like, you know, wood decor and barrels and, you know, the the napkin holder is actually a paper towel roll on a metal pipe with a screw cap on top to keep it in. And biggest paper towel roll I've ever seen in my fucking life. I think it was probably about a foot and a half across. So, looking at the menu. So, I'm trying to menu. So, they got this thing called a cardiac sand. Well, well word cardiac in it, you know you yeah. got my attention. Right, right, right. So, this thing is pulled pork, pulled chicken, bacon... Cheese. Um, and your doctor would not approve. Oh yeah. Oh, well, no. It, was, it, was, it was. It had a. Uh, it had a uh, garlic, garlic, mayo, and uh, there was lettuce on there, so it was healthy. Because I had to take the lettuce off, but the rest of it was good. So I got the cardiac Sam with a big heaping of mashed potatoes and gravy as my side, and the line's like, "Oh, that sounds good. I'll get that too," which I was really surprised because usually line doesn't do the the big food. So she got it with, I don't know, coleslaw or something. This stuff is really freaking good. This is really good food. Potatoes were real. It wasn't instant. It was, there were lumps in the gravy. There was lumps in the potatoes. The the meat was good. The sandwich was good. It was huge. It was huge. Yeah. So the one that caught my eye, which I couldn't convince her to, to try, was called the shovel feed bag. <laughs> so this thing is 70 bucks. Holy shit. It feeds four to five people. Oh, shit. So they bring over on a shovel. Oh, no shit. Basically an assortment of all their fucking meats. Wow. Along with a bunch of their fucking sides. No shit. And they just put the shovel on your table with all this food on it. And it's just kind of family style. Wow. I said, you know, if we ever had the boys with us and there was enough people to justify (laughs) this, I'd pay the 70 bucks. Yeah, why not? You know, it... Even feeds four people. Dig in, though. It feeds four people. That's twenty-five. That's less than twenty-five a yeah. person. That's good eating at a barbecue joint. Anything. So uh, we were there. And this place was. It was nice. It was. It was good food. It was good barbecue. Um, we had enough for another meal the next day. Uh, that was actually kind of uh, lunch slash dinner on the way home, and um, you know, and on the best Western was night because. Uh, where our room was, was like right, like almost right across from the, the breakfast buffet. <laughs> so a lot of these didn't get in shower and stuff. I said, I don't even go get his food. <laughs> I said, so I come back to the room, we got like three plates full of, one place got all eggs on it, one's got sausage and this shit on it, got some shit for her. So we just walked, it was like a buffet in the room itself, it was too funny. 
Um, great place. Best Western up in Manchester. Great place, reasonable price, nice people, very accommodating. Had a great time. Living the good life. Living the good life. So I'm like, you know, we don't have to be home right away. Do you want to you do like a, a side trip? She goes, where? I said, I don't know. Let me, let me see if I can find something to do on the way home. We'll do it. So started looking through and basically found, uh, we took a different route home. Um, we passed like three or four hundred places. I'm like, well, it's going to take us like two and a half hours out of our way. Well, not out of our way, but we had right. like two and a half hours onto the trip. And uh, she goes, all right, so let's do it. So, um, so we started going, you know, the first, like, four hours of the trip is getting across Massachusetts and getting into back into New York State. And then we shot down uh, Route 9, which is along the Taconic Parkway, which is taking, basically goes from Albany to Poughkeepsie. Yeah, I've been there. So, um, so these places were kind of just off at either side, but we went there. So the first place we go to um, was... Uh, in Hyde Park, which is where, uh, not Teddy, the other one, Franklin, Franklin Roosevelt, yeah. um, headed home there, headed home there and stuff. And uh, it, the place that was on the haunted place, we couldn't get to. But it's on the same property as this other mansion. And uh, it brought back memories of being down in Newport, looking at the mansions in Newport, this place. Actually... We were showing the uh, showing a picture to to Alani's son. And he was like, "Is that the White House? Just the big white columns right. in the front and stuff." Uh, so we get there and it's closed. It's closed. Of course, it's closed. Closed till May. Uh, but there was something going on inside, and there was it was kind of a park, like the rest of the property, the the outdoor property was like a park. Uh, so Alani went up and checked out the house, and I went and there were some signs around the building talked about the history and stuff, and. Uh, Alani's like, yeah, that's this place. This place, we need to come back. This place is very sad. So they get a very sad, very sad, distraught feeling here. We need to come back. Everyone come back and check this place out. And uh, so we're driving around. We get to we get down to one part of the park, and there's a big, you know, no vehicles past this point and stuff. We'll kind of find out this is where the other building was. If you go down this road in this way, right on, right on the water front area, is the building that we were looking for. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we go back, we're going to see if we can't get permission to go down and check that out too. So we checked that out. We got back on the road. And uh, so we're driving along. This is actually jacked up the time on our trip so much. So we're driving along in, uh, in Rhode Island. And I guess there are other places now too. But in Rhode Island, there was a store called Ocean State Job Lots. And it's like uh, Ollie's. It's like uh, uh, big lots here. I think a good reference. But we love this place from Rhode Island. So we're driving along, and I look off to the right, and I see what looked like Ocean State. Right. I said, holy shit. I said, Ocean State Job Lot. <laughs> I said, what? I said, Ocean State Job Lot, I think. Oh, I said, it, I said it, must be, it must be closed or something. I said, let's go and check it out. Well, it wasn't closed. It was open. <laughs> so we spent like an hour there going through this place getting shit. So once we get done shopping, we get back on the freaking road. And uh, the next place on the, on the uh, agenda was a place called the Monhawk, Mahonic, Mahonic Mountain House. 
So again, there wasn't a lot of description when I was reading these places, I just saw. So we're headed there, so we get there and uh, supposedly, supposedly, this place was the inspiration for the shiny. Wasn't the wasn't the place in Colorado right. that it was this place was the inspiration for the shiny. And uh so let's go check it out. I'm thinking these places are either abandoned or you can get up to them and just look around. So we finally get to this place. And it was way the, it was way the freak out there. It was like on top of this freaking mountain, literally. <laughs> um, and there's like a check-in gate. There's no vehicles passing the point without checking in. I can't be a good sign. So I'm like, he comes this truck, he comes up, hey! And I'm like, hey, we just uh just want to check this place out. Yeah. Like if we just drive up, drive around real quick to Ah, oh, no, I'm sorry. You gotta have a reservation for food. Wow, oh shit. You gotta have a reservation to be staying here, a reservation for dinner. Wow. I said, really? I said, can't just, no, I'm just sorry, I can't. I said, I said just up the, no, I guess, it's about another two and a half miles up the road. Another two and a half miles up the road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, you got some brochures at this place? Brings out the, the, the Sears and Roebuck catalog for oh, this place. Oh, Jesus Christmas. Not a single price listed in this catalog well, that talks about the place. So, like, we laughed and, like, hey, you know, I was doing videos the whole time. I'll that post eventually, too. Um, like, hey, we're just this place and couldn't get near the place. And we may come back, but it may cost us a small fortune to <laughs> even get a meal at this place. Uh, they, they stop you two and a half miles before you can get to the joint and check in. So, uh,. Next stop was uh, the Shanley, the Shanley Hotel in Napanak, New York. This place, we've been hearing about this place for years. This place is supposedly all kinds of crazy haunted. In fact, they they gladly boast about it in their advertising that this is a paranormal investigator's dream to stay here. But look. So, again, we did a reservation, but we stopped by, and this is getting, Ryan was getting four-ish, four-ish, five-ish in the afternoon. And we get up to the place, and it's closed. It's like, yeah, we can't even, you know, like, we were at least going to take a quick peek, and right. it's closed. I'm like, shit. And Lonnie's like, just stare here for a minute. And Lonnie's getting all kinds of shit. Oh, shit. People, she goes, she goes, pulling up, she goes, just pulling up, I heard five, six gunshots. Wow. Your people, I see, I see, and hear people, women. What's this called again? Huh? What's it called? Shanley. Okay. Which is confusing because the Stanley Hotel is out in Colorado for the Shining. Right. The Stanley is called. That's one that was supposedly did the Shining. That's what did some of the footage for the Shining. Hmm. But this is the Shanley. 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 And um, she was like, "You're men, and they're angry, and talking about lynching someone, and." Oh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. She goes, we need, we need to come back here. There's all kinds of stuff going on here. That's what right. state was this in? Uh, New York. Yeah. New York. So there. So the last stop, the last stop on the trip, was a place called the Stone Stone Arch Bridge. So apparently, from what I said, this guy killed his friend or something on this bridge and. Things happen in three, or if, they, if you want things to happen, you have to do something three times, and blah. So I'm like, all right, so this, and this place was freaking 
it wasn't a side trip per se, but we spent probably a good hour on, I say back roads, but it'd be like 434 and best. Well, it'd be like Old Vessel Road and best. Hour right. on this road. Um, GPS is counting down how close we are. It's so about nine miles out. Lonnie started getting some stuff, and it could have been weird shit happening in this area because it was it was it was rural. It was rural, and uh, we get there and we start seeing signs for the you know stone stone arch bridge park, and so it was a bigger deal than than I realized. All, all I had was GPS coordinates for this place. Like that's I mean that's what like I it didn't even pop up in the GPS or in the GPS unless you put coordinates in for it. So we turn down the road, turn down the road, and come like dead end, and you know, park closes at dusk, and it's pitch fucking blackout now. So we, <laughs> we, we have surpassed, surpassed dusk. Surpassed the dusk. I said, "Well, let me pull in here and turn. Let me pull in here and turn around." We didn't know what you couldn't see anything. I didn't know the bridge was in front of us, to the, to the right of us. No idea. You know, Jesus. So, so obviously, we need to see this one in the daylight. So we turn around. It was again just another park excursion. But she picked up kind of shit. She didn't pick up anything. But we didn't know where it was. We didn't know where anything was. So we didn't know if we were close to anything or not. Um, what'd you spill? Okay, go ahead. Oh my god. Um, so the rest of the trip I went kind of uneventful. Um, had fun. Had a good time. It was, it was a long weekend. It was semi-expensive weekend. Um, can't take with it, brother. No, I can't. And uh, we got some place we want to go back to and look at this. Definitely the Shanley, uh, definitely the Mills Mansion up in the uh, Hyde Park area. Um, which I do a follow-up to see what we got. But it was a fun weekend. There were a lot of things going on, a lot of paranormal stuff. Um, so, you know, we're looking at, you know, doing things again. I don't know if we do many of the big cons again, but it was just interesting to see. I expect it to be more... Stuff than the pretty people. Um, that's very interesting. I wrote really? down some of the stuff because I want to check it out myself now. I'm intrigued. Anytime a line picks up stuff, and I know she's the real deal, that's why it intrigues me, you know, when you bring her along and her, we get together and she picks up stuff up. That's just like verification for me. Um, you know, I don't know. I Again, I'm not psychic, not at all. All, but there are certain people who, to me, just seem to be the real deal. And she's mm, definitely one definitely of them. Definitely, you know. Um, I do have a big adventure myself. Oh, really? This coming Friday. Oh, that's right. That's right. You and yes. Heather are doing the. Me and Heather are going Bigfoot to Lake camp. George, and Hiking. we are. Yep, we're big front hike. Nice. Yeah, I know where all the uh, these sightings have been and yeah, different encounters. So I've mapped out a little route for us. Uh, I'll be heavily armed. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be a chicken wing for Sasquatch. Um, it, it should be interesting. I've got my casting material and all that stuff. So, I, yep. So we're going to have a. We've been going to the gym, like you know, we go to the gym anyway regularly. But you right. know, doing a, I do a lot more treadmill, you know, to make sure yeah. my legs oh, yeah. or my lungs are in shape for the hiking and incline. Yeah, you know, just like mm -hmm. with like six percent incline, seven percent uh, incline, uh, that kind of stuff. So. Uh, it'll be interesting. So uh, we're excited this Friday. You know, my mom's already going to take care of the kids. They have off for school. I had no idea when I planned to say the school off, which really pissed me off when I found out. But 
I got my mom to handle things. President, President Day weekend. weekend, yeah. Dude, I got to work. Day. Yeah. So, but I took a three-day weekend. So I was supposed to go online to a second fair in Buffalo. I got to work because uh, of the holiday at the casino. Yeah, and your, ho- your casino does not have a money-back guarantee. I found that out. Uh, if you lose money and you're not happy with your experience, you do not offer your money back. Um, I tried, and they laughed at me. So that's okay. I understand. Um, it was a funny little joke between us, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, I did look for you. You were not there. You were obviously not there. That oh, weekend. casino? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but we, I was going to play your table. Uh, you were not there. So. When were you, what time were you up there? Uh, not last weekend, the weekend before, I believe. For what time? It was Sunday during the day. Uh, I'm, I'm gone by 11. Yeah, you were 11. And, and they asked like you were having I'm gone. Yeah. So, or yeah. So, yeah, so um, we had fun, and I think, I know Lonnie's been on the fence post lately about kind of putting the psychic stuff aside for right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I don't know, I think, we'll see how she feels after this job thing, you know. I think, I think she was kind of feeling, because I think if she'd gotten this new job in the state, she would have had to, because right. the time constraints, but, um, man, I would like to, um, joke to start a show about you know, life, full-time jobs, getting away, doing things. I would, I would love to do, find a way to do this stuff full-time. Either investigate or go to shows or lecture or talk or just doesn't pay the bills, unfortunately. No. Uh, for a few people, it does. Um, case in point, um, the gentleman who I've told you to watch the movie on YouTube, this is free, it's called mm-hmm. Sasquatch Still Searching. Right in Alpine, New York, where I go all the time. Tim Holmes, which... The main character in the story, not Tim Holmes, the porn star, but Tim Holmes' name is John. John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Holmes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I've gone on search with Tim before. Uh, I've got videos of me and him up all over the place. But uh, he is really how you see him in the movie. This movie was made probably, oh, God, shit, probably at least 15 years ago now. And the, the kids that put the movie together, they were still in high school. And they actually... They put the movie together. They're high school, high school kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they actually used equipment they found that people were throwing away, and they they repaired the equipment, and they they filmed this, this this movie, and it's got, you know, all kinds of awards. It's totally free on YouTube. They've never charged a money for, a dime for it, mm-hmm. and he's on, he's on the Sasquatch page. I just can't think of his damn neighbor now. It's driving me nuts because I've had correspondence with him back and forth before. Um, hell of a nice guy. He's been on uh, shit that Earth Channel, Planet something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But he, he's been on a TV show where they do psychic things and do investigations, ghost stuff. Uh, him and his wife. Uh, they they run a website. I think it's called Planet Weird or Weird Planet. I think it's Planet yes. Weird. I bet he was on the other day. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Granted, from the brief correspondence we've had, and Tim's told me this about him. I don't want to throw too many the bus, but they've had their issues. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. It's driving me nuts. But anyway, he comes very, he's a little egotistic. Okay, he is. The guy is a little egotistic. But he's a good researcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, God, the guy really has some good stuff. And, he, and him and his wife, actually, and his wife, too, I should say, uh, very intelligent, uh, very great, you know, uh, investigators. Uh, great website, great information. They don't fake anything. They're great people. And they'll point out fake shit when they find it. Uh, so, Greg Newkirk. Newkirk. Greg Newkirk. Anyway. Newkirk sounds Yeah, familiar. yeah. His first name is Greg. His last name is Greg. Great people. Uh, and his wife's name is Dana. 
Dana Hooper. Um, great people. They're actually, I think he's a little bit candid anyway. But anyway, long story short, I'm trying to shorten this up. Uh, <coughs> they have a new investigation series coming out. And it should be out by now. It's supposed to be out in January. I just saw the previews this morning. Well, please mm-hmm. on YouTube. But I think it's free. So you should check it out. They go to a town. It's something about people living underground in some mining fucking place in Kentucky or something. But this guy, he's gifted. I mean, him and not just him, his wife too. They're gifted people. They have a thing with the camera, uh, how to capture things. You, you know, certain people are just gifted. They're gifted people. You know, egotistical or not, they're gifted people. You have to give them credit where credit's due. Um, so I'm definitely going to check this stuff out. So look up Planet Weird. Uh, see what they've got coming Planet out, Weird. folks. Planetweird.com, if I remember correctly. Uh, great people. And uh, I think, what the hell was it with Tim Sullivan? Bigfoot still searching or whatever. It was filmed right in uh, Elmira, New York, or Al- Alpine, New York, right outside of El- uh, Elmira. Um, and they were high school kids when they filmed this. And... If you watch your movie and you start thinking, holy shit, these kids used garbage equipment garbage they equipment. found, and it was they were high school kids, and they put mm-hmm. this together. It's really amazing when you think about right. it in that context. Yeah, um, Very gifted people. Yeah. Very gifted. I mean, he's been on um, Coast to Coast AM. Yeah. I mean, that makes serious. I mean, like, yeah. you know, how, how, big, how bigger can you be than that, you right. know, in my opinion, anyway? You know, so. Anyway. I'm so, going to check it out. Other weird thing. Yes. Going on. Uh, so, we were at the Shanley. The line was recording. And it was one of our older tape recorders, so that may have been part of it, or may not have. We couldn't get this thing turned off. No kidding. Couldn't get it to power down. Couldn't get it turned off. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. We were, yeah. We were probably, <laughs> we were probably a good five, six miles away. Before it finally shut off. Well, did you review all the footage? I I the, haven't listened to it. I've been uh, I, I was trying I was trying to di- I was trying to download it so I could go through and review it, and it won't download for me. Hmm. Fascinating. I, I put it and I start it, and it it catches the first two three seconds, and then it's all gibberish. You can listen to it. Directly in here, right? <coughs> but I can't get it to download from the recorder to the computer. Hmm. And the only way I think I'm going to be able to do it is to play it next to a mic and have it download that way. <coughs> <coughs> Which I don't know if that's going to screw up the results or not. Hmm. But Try it will. It. it will not. It will not download to the computer. Okay. Using normal methods. Well, how I got our Sasquatch sound that we hear every day, mm-hmm. I actually used a recorder off of what I... Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it works. It'll work. Well, I know I, I, know I can do it, but I don't know right. if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose something in the in the white noise by doing it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know. But that was weird. Tried, 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 tried. Turn, turn it off. Hmm. Wouldn't turn off. Wouldn't pause. Wouldn't stop. Uh, You're right. dying on me now. Do oh, the mouth. New, yeah. <laughs> this is new bedtime. I'm 
And uh, folks, right uh, video is coming. I uh, I've been scoping out locations. I actually have video cameras to hook into this thing. I just haven't got around to it. I really have to make time, but we are going to do video. Okay. This year we're starting video. One, we're, we're start it may be at the end of the year, but fucking goddamn it, we're doing video on something on YouTube. I'll do the YouTube shit. I'll actually put that up. I'll take care of that aspect. You're going to do this stuff. It, it's coming. I don't know sure what angle. I definitely don't want. I thought the angle best would be where you can see us both. It might be coming from this angle, or like maybe over here. But I kind of want the bar in the background so you can see like right, the, the liquor and shit like that. You know? Yeah. You know? So I was. That's the angle I was thinking. So that's probably maybe right in that corner. Get us both. Maybe but somehow we'll figure it out. You know? You know? So I got to clean this shit up down here though. I got all I got Xboxes laying around. Dale and Hart stuff and trains. Empty, empty wine rack. Empty wine. She just bought that. And it's empty because we drink all the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I bought six bottles. She bought it. She bought it. I bought it. Yeah, two weeks ago I bought six bottles, bottles of wine. Bottles. Six bottles of wine. It's all gone. Six all bottles gone. of wine. It's all gone. Fucking wine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good show tonight. Um, more paranormal stuff coming up. Uh, just side note. If you go to Alani.com and go to her blog tab, uh, she did a fairly in-depth write-up of the evening with Annabelle and the Paracon in general. And I think I hit most highlights, but I think there might be some nuances that she hits on there, too. So Alani, A-L-O-N-N-I-E.com. And that's her personal website for Insect Medium stuff. Uh, we are Let's Talk It All, and that's at letstalkitall.com. Uh, and you can find our stuff there. Uh, I have been slacking about getting stuff posted, but uh, I'm probably going to take time tomorrow to do that. I got tomorrow off. And, and he, he does, like folks, he does a lot of credit for that. He really does everything. Um, he, he's the man. Uh, I do shit. I don't do shit. I really don't do shit. No, you do. It's, I just it's offer trying, a place to record. It's really it's all you're It's a joint effort. So, I'll let Jeff have the last words since I started this fiasco tonight. Uh, the last words are. Um, Okay, I didn't even think about it. Uh, I don't know, man. Just be, you know, be true to yourselves. You know, when you do an investigation, remember, um, you're the best piece of equipment. Doesn't take batteries, or whatever the fuck Steve used to say. <laughs> oh wait, whatever happened to that? You're you're gonna bring up what they were doing with the show? Oh, um, oh my God, we, we can't yeah, stop. We, can, we can't we can't stop. Yet. We're on podcast. We <laughs> can go as long as on, yeah. on on iPod. Um, yeah. Uh, so last. Last thing I saw when I checked into their to their page is that they were still going to be doing something. They still haven't done anything with the podcast or uh, the show yet. Um, but Deb, um, who was kind of a driving force, yeah, she was. A driving I guess that's the yeah. best way to describe Deb. Yeah. Uh, Deb was a driving force, and we like Deb for the most part. Um, has uh, stepped away from the paranormal community altogether. No kidding. Uh, she still hmm. comments on stuff we post, but right. she's kind of put up her put up her dozen rods and fascinating. Called it quits for right now. For right now, uh, so Will is Will is leading. I think Will's leading the group now, and uh, they've got the name. They've got the the stuff for. I just I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any any action with it. And, you know, uh, just to be fair, um, somebody did notice 
<laughs> the website was down and the name was for sale and we did not buy it and we had plenty of opportunity to do so and we did not do yes, that. Yes, we were good people. That's just a dick move, but uh, yeah, we were good people. We were very good people. That would that would have been a dick move, but, but it was funny to hell if we did it. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably, but whatever. Um. Yes, I'm not sure where that's going. I'm not sure what's going on with that. You know, actually, it was funny about this. Steve's wife actually unfriended me on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah, unfriended. Yeah, I don't think we were ever friends. So. Yeah, mm. yeah. Steve's Steve still my friend. I haven't heard from Steve in a long time. Long, long time. Probably about a year now, almost. Um, so I don't know what's going on with him. Will actually sent me something, and I didn't respond to him. I, I will. I'm sorry. I'm not being a dick, dude. I just got so much shit going on. But I will get back to you. He actually sent me about the signals. That they detected from outer space oh. recently, um, and I meant to say something back to him, just never got around to. It. And I will again. It's not you. I feel bad. I'm sorry. I don't. No disrespect. Um, but we should have Will on sometime. I think you know Will or Steve, either one, both of them. Who knows? You know, they'd be a great guest. You know, uh, Will is a he. The one thing about say Will, he knows his shit. You know, like he's got he's like an ex- encyclopedia when it comes to the paranormal, the ghost investigations, that kind of thing, ghost hauntings. Uh, he does his research. I'll give him credit. He definitely knows that shit backward and forward. It'd be great to have him on the show. Um, Steve brings a very logical and uh, constructive view to the paranormal world, uh, which is good. And I, I think that what gave the original show, a, a, you know, such a wide audience was you'd had the true believers, and then you had Steve like being the fucking skeptic motherfucker yeah. he was, yeah. you know, which is fine. You got to have that too, you know. So. Um, I miss those guys. I actually do miss them. I do. I do. I do. I do. It was good times. I do. It was good times. I do. It was good times. I like yeah. this. So just, oh, I like this too. I don't have to travel do fucking 20 fucking well, miles away. No <laughs> Me neither. I get Duncan to be here another 10 minutes. You've been hitting Duncan yeah. for a drink. Um, yeah, we just got to kind of get back in a rhythm with it. I think that's, yeah. we've been kind of out of sync. Yeah. So. Might actually try maybe next week. We could do next. Yeah, more and, than. And uh, I would really, you know, and this is not me. I I have to look for another outlet. You know, we got our pod. We got not me like our, for our show. Yeah. We you know we've got the the download and the apps and all that shit. And we're gonna do the YouTube thing, which it's on me to get that shit set up. It is my I gotta do it. It's gonna be hard. Fuck Jesus Christ, right there. Um, but another outlet. You know, another. Sh- Platform to put the show out. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. Something like what we had before with the uh, what's her name there? Uh, oh, Renee. Renee, yeah. It's got to be yeah. something out there I can find where it's not going to cost an arm and a fucking leg for me. You know, I mean, like I found. Re- I actually found a AM radio station that would carry us, but it was five hundred dollars a month. I'm like, I can't afford five hundred dollars. No, no, that's a month, crazy. That's you crazy. know, but that's what I'm kind of looking at. So I've been searching around, but I will find something. You know. But if we get the big stuff going, there might be options. That's true. Because isn't there local access television in the area? Yes, but it needs to be very clean. Oh, we right. have to really cut back our language. <laughs> okay, I really have to cut back my language. <laughs> that might be a problem. Yeah. That might be tough. You know, and uh, us wearing yeah. those white outfits to the show every night, that wouldn't fly. Yeah, anymore. that's true. Choking folks and throwing it fucking funny. Fucking funny. <laughs> okay, uh, the last words of the night. Showing blackface. <laughs> okay, my last words of the night. Then, oh, so let's go on this. Okay, a, green face. 
Piss off the aliens. Do not do not do blackface. If you're think about running for public office, and do not wear a white outfit, like a ghost outfit. If you're already thinking about running for public office, that's dumb, good. Actually, right. <laughs> the last word. White chicks. The movie was it racist or funny? 